Higgins will probably need a little bit of luck from the inside draw this stage of the day. But six by sixty-three is going well. Chased a smart horse, Garen Scove, the last start following a, a dominant win. Provincial Victoria on eleven head and nine's a cat. Interesting runner, first run. Callum Jennings stable. His recent jump outs have been with some intent, but they've been most encouraging. The former Godolphin runner, synthetic hook filler, comes off. The winkers come off. I'd expect him to be somewhere on the speed and give a sight. Ten Chartra might be the best horse to come out of the race. 1,200 metres here first up. He should be working through the line and his class might take him a long way. Six the garden. Looks to have trialled up okay. Also first up. In the mix, a little tight in the market, I think. 11, 9, 10 and 6. Okay, nice work, guys. Um, I might stay with you, Warren, if you can uh, select a, a best and maybe a value bet on the day as well, please. Wouldn't have been the best this time yesterday, but we have to be nimble in this game. Richard, race seven, number two, Mankane. Although he's getting in tight now, I think the race just sets up beautifully for him. Uh, quite keen on uh, on him. Race seven, number two is my best. The value for me, right about the each way, race nine, number 11, six by 63. Beautiful. What about you, Mark? Best and value for the Valley today? You know, I've done the same. I've changed my best from yesterday with the different track conditions and scratchings. My best is race four, number eight, Duke of Hastings, and my value, race six, number five, Dirty Deeds. They are racing at Wangaratta today, Mark. You're venturing there for a look around. There's something in race four that tickles your fancy by the looks. Yeah, you won't miss it in the run either, Richard. Beautiful looking grey it'll be as it scurries past them here. Race four, number 11, Pindy Pride. Currently, uh, currently four dollars sixty with the tab uh, fixed there. Pindy Pride, so four dollars sixty. That's race four, number eleven at Wangaratta for Mark's um, horse. He's found away from the main venue. Mark Warren, many thanks. Thank you, guys. Spring well and truly here, and we'll speak next Saturday morning. Thank you. Good on you guys, uh, Mark Hunter and Warren Huntley. And um, for those that ask, Dean Lester, uh, quietly getting back uh, on uh, to his media commitments. Um, his health issues, uh, as we know, has Dean. He's a great friend of our show and just uh, generally a champion man. So uh, we, you know, Warren's great and we love having Warren on and uh, we'll see if we can get Dean uh, back into our show at a point as well. 28 minutes to 10, we have a Doombin preview not too far away. Also, Gary Harley has done the form for Newcastle before 10 o'clock. We'll hear from Gary as well. Might open up the text line again. Uh, behind the gates, I'll we'll have the behind the gates multi in operation again today at $7. It lobbed last weekend. We'll see if we can do it again this week. I think the dividend will be $6 this weekend, and we'll see about those horses soon. Brad Davidson, Darren Flindale, Hurls, and myself, 0419-767-272. Any questions for our race caller, Darren? Davo's done the form. Any questions about any runners here today or races you'd like to know about? You're umming and ahhing. Now's your chance to get involved in the discussion behind the gates after 10 o'clock, 0419-767-272. A break here on Racing HQ Saturday. Who said winter means slowing down? Race away those winter blues at San Domenico Stakes Day with thrilling racing, a vibrant lawn party and award-winning hospitality. San Domenico Stakes Day this Saturday at Rose Hill Gardens. Book now at theracers.com.au.
Mum, if I walked into kitchens and laundries all around Australia, what would I see? Someone calling the police. <laughs> no, Mum, hypothetically. Oh, Westinghouse. Yes, because Australians have trusted Westinghouse appliances for over 60 years. They are so reliable. And right now, you'll save up to $300 on selected Westinghouse kitchen and laundry appliances at Bingley. It's only for a short time. Save up to $300 on Westinghouse at Bingley. And I won't let Lano go into your kitchen. Bingley, better living every day. Group 1 Racing is back this Saturday. And for all races at Randwick, Mooney Valley and Doombin, place a tote win bet in venue or on course with the Tab app. And if your horse runs second, third or even fourth, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on all races at three big tracks this Saturday, but only at your local Tab. Download the app today. Excludes WA residents. First online tote win bet only. Placed in Tab venues. T's and C's at website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. I reckon the best bit about running your own trades business is the late nights doing paperwork. You know who said that? No one. Because no one likes f***ing paperwork. That's why I got Fergus to take care of it. Quoting, invoicing, job cards, scheduling, all that. Fergus sorts it. Thanks. Fergus Job Software. Tradies swear by it. Visit fergus.com slash radio where you'll get a f $200 discount to get you started. Foreign-owned bookies like Sportsbet and Ladbrokes are taxed less than other Australian gambling products. Support our call for Fair Play. Visit fairplaycoalition.com.au for more details. Authorised by Aussie Fair Play Coalition Proprietary Limited, Melbourne. Hunters Postmortem with Dave Stanley. I don't think there was much cheering uh, at Rose Hill for a number of punters. Chris Roots. The only people happy all day were the people who got the 260 shades of rose, counting down the hours until the last so they could collect. Simon Dinopoulos. For the majority of the meeting, I agree with Chris to an extent, but a lot of the leaders were just rated well in front. Hunters Postmortem. Monday, 9am, Racing HQ. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Interstate Form Preview. Brought to you by Tabs The Lock. New on the Tab app. TNC Supply. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the show. Great to have you with us. Now time to talk all things Brisbane racing today and Dooman is the main venue. That means it's a very good morning to Michael Maxworthy. Maxie, hello. Hello, Richard. I'm here at the track nice and early and it is an early start here, 11.38, but the weather's absolutely beautiful today. Um, temperature probably in the mid-20s, plenty of blue sky, so weather fine, track a good four and it's not a bad meeting. We had a bit of um, Sydney interest to sort of bolster things a little bit today. All right, well, I'll flip the coin uh, quickly, Michael. We had Chris Munts on the radio this morning, and he's very excited to see how Boom Nova measures up here this afternoon. Yeah, well, she really stepped it up a notch during the Winter Carnival. She was almost unbeatable over the 1,000 metres at Eagle Farm, so she hit Sydney at the right time, right on top of the game, and her trial, which was a little while ago now, suggests that she's come back just as good. So, yeah, look out her. She's got plenty of speed. She'll be right up there on the pace all the way. Give, give plenty of cheek in the straight too. Let's get stuck in. Race one today at Doomben is a class three set weights. 1,050 open market here. Number one, Caribbean King, $5 favourite. Five, Vaporising, five fifty. Number seven, Be Water, My Friend, um, is there at $6. And six fifty about Michelle um, Gemelon Bolt. 
$8. How did you dissect race one, Michael? It was pretty tricky. Um, we've always got to look at horses uh, drawn in close over the 1,050 and the 1,110, in particular this distance. And Caribbean King has drawn OK. Very unlucky not to win at the Sunshine Coast two ago. He was a certainty beaten when badly held up. And then he set the record straight last Sunday, blitzing the opposition as a $1.35 chance at the sunny coast where he's trained. So it is a quick backup last Sunday to Saturday, but it was at home and he only just went over the road. You know, he would have gone home and eaten up. He, he blitzed them. So I'm suggesting he can bring that form to Saturday Metro Caribbean King. I've got him on top here. Happy to back him at that price. Over number nine, Buscelli. The two runs back have been okay, but he gets a better surface today, third up, and the blinkers are going on for the first time, and there's been good money for Michelli. Number 11 is in the mix to Regal Conqueror. The map is good. He'll be handy, and he's got the coveted rails. And then number five, Vaporizing. One, nine, 11, and five. Race two, Dooman today, three-year-olds in a benchmark 72. And we're going over the 1,350 metres here. Um, the market has number one, Hang Five, as a $2.30 favourite for this second race. Um, number two, Cool and Ready at 4.40. Number four, Demon Deliver, uh, Delavira at 6.50. And Executive Stress, an $8.50 chance. There must be some tr- promising types here, Michael. But number one, Hang Five, second up, a $2.30 favourite, a dollar eighty on the tote. Yeah, he he's um, got the right Saturday form to be hard to beat here, but he's uh, pretty much one-dimensional. He likes to go back, so he's probably going to be back second last or last hang five. The blinkers are going on him for the first time, and you can see good winning form amongst a number of others, but uh, that forms Rockhampton and Warwick. I've actually got an interest in horse number six, who's a maiden called Western Halo, and Whilst I think any one of the seven horses could win this today, it's that type of race, I'm just going to give him the edge because I think he's desperate for 1,350 metres. He's a bit of a one-pacer, will eventually want something further, and he'll go forward. The problem is a few others might want to go forward with him, but um, I think he'll be pretty strong at the end. And at the 10 or $11, we can back him each way. I think he's a good chance of running one, two here in the field of seven. So we'll go Western Halo. He can make a strong case for Hang 5. He will give them a bit of a start, but will run on strongly. The missionary, her two wins at the sunny coast have been very good. This is a bit harder. And she got a bit of pace. She might sort of come out of the speed battle and make good use of a soft run. She's got gate number two. So I think eventually she should get a nice run in transit. And then number three, executive stress, who's been winning with authority in Rockhampton. Six, one, five and three. Race three, Doom, and today is the uh, the Grand Burge Wine Dinner, August 31. They must have invites gone astray there still. Uh, open handicap over the 1350 metres. All about number four here, Michael. Go Wanji, $1.35. I suppose, are we a chance of seeing him uh, in this part of the world at a point? Well, I hope so. Tom Dougal and his, his dad, um, his dad owns this horse. He picked him up for $20,000. And he's been a star, and Tom has taken it one step at a, at a time. He hasn't jumped grades or anything like that. Um, so he's been a little bit reluctant to throw him in the deep end. I know he's looking at the Winter Carnival next year. He, he just takes it one step at a time with him. So I'd be surprised if he takes him away this spring. Um, but uh, the winter, next winter in Brisbane is what he's going to target with Go Wanji. And this should win a hand canter. Um, 
there's just uh, the opposition are just not up to his standard. So he's only got the minimum weight. As he goes to open company for the first time, he's down there on 54, field of only seven. He'll be back second last or last, but he's got a devastating turn of acceleration, and I expect him to win with something in hand. And the market says that he'll do that too. Tumbler Ridge, I think, is a good Quinella, a little bit of quality about him, and he competed in a jump out on Tuesday behind Zeus Style and Rothfire. He went nicely. It was a nice pipe opener for Tumbler Ridge. Giving seven a chance, wham, to run a place because it'd be on speed. And number eight, Oakfield Twilight, another on-pace runner. But four clearly go Wanji on top of two, seven and eight. Race four is the Spring Carnival on sale now, benchmark 78. And we're going over the 2,200 metres. And uh, top of the market, we see number seven here, Zasibas at $4. Number nine, Ottera at five fifty. Number eight, Contrition, six fifty. And Brown Thomas, he's always capable in these races, $8.50. Michael, for race four. Yeah, they're an even crew. Uh, four horses are lining up here that were in that La Cibas race here at uh, Doombin a fortnight ago in a similar race, a benchmark 78 over the 2,000. They've just got a little, little further, 2,200. And a horse that I really liked in that race was Shepherd, but I went off too soon. I went off a run too soon. He presented in the yard. He's just got that big barrel physique for a stayer. And you can't help but think that, you know, that run has topped him off beautifully. Three runs back now. Desley Forster, no doubt she spoke to Peter Moody, who knows this horse extremely well. He's still a shareholder in him. They've decided to take the nose roll off Shepherd today and put blinkers back on because he's so dour and he needs to be in the first two or three. Otherwise, he gets out-sprinted around the tight-turning Doombin circuit. But, look, there's been good money for him. No scratchings, and he's been 16 into about 11 or 12. I think he's a great each-way bet today, Shepherd number four. Over the nine, Ottie Ra for Chris Waller. It's taken him a while to hit his straps, but he's got his act together now, and he can certainly win this race. I know it was only a Class 1, but he won here 10 days ago. Uh, but he's more than up to winning this, I believe. Stubai, number one, the likely front runner to hold on. And number seven, Zar Seabass. He had the world's best run when he won a fortnight ago. He's got a bit of an awkward gate to deal with today. Four Shepherd, nine, one and seven. Race five, fillies and mares for the Cascade Handicap. Benchmark 75, 1,200 metres. Darylina Bell appears here. She drew the wide gate here in Sydney. And barrier two, uh, much uh, more desirable for her up there. Number three, Darylina Bell. $2.50 favourite and a pretty dominant favourite. Number 12, self-indulgent at $5. Uh, number seven, Deep Skiver at $7. Number six, Miss Divine M and eight chance. I had Darylina Bell in our Behind the Gates multi the other day, Michael, and she sort of worked home well, but was never really a threat. How does she fit in here? Yeah, um, Matt Smith's got, you know, a happy knack of getting it right when he sends his horses away. He sent it to Caulfield two ago, and she was really strong there to get up and score. And in that race at Randwick, Richard, it was 1,300, and we know Sometimes 13, 1400, the tempo of races can be a bit stop-start. And to me, what happened there was they got their positions fairly quickly and they dawdled through the first two or 300. And she was giving them six lengths start at that point. And then all of a sudden, they upped the ante. So the backmarkers were old-time waltzes. I thought um, Grace and Harmony was really good in that race, but they couldn't really make ground from back in the field. Uh, but she still worked to the line nicely. And I think this is a real downgrade in terms of competition for Darylina Bell today. This is a 
you know, and out of Carnival Saturday, Phillies and Mares, benchmark 75, it's perfect for her. Uh, she's got a gape and she's got uh, our leading jockey on as well. So there'll be no excuses for her today, Darylina Bell. To beat number 11 in awe of me for Matt Dunn, they scratched her yesterday from the big meeting at Mwilumbar to concentrate on this, and I think she can definitely run top three. 13, Just Field. I like the booking of Jim Byrne. Um, she's, she's got a terrible win strike rate, Just Field. She's only won three from 30, but it's because she gets back and then, you know, things can go wrong. But I like Byrne because he can wake her up at the top of the straight, get her going. And she can finish strongly here today. And then number six, one of the on paces in Miss Divine M. Three looks a standout, Darylina Bell from 11, 13 and 6. Race six, first leg of the quarter, you Dooman, benchmark 80 over the mile. Number four, Get the Idea, is a $3.20 favourite. Number eight, Jakarma at $4. And Solomon Agenda has had a busy winter for Joe Pride up there today at $5. And it's $9 then for number two, Bar Gannon. For race number six, Michael. Look, I've gone for side of the gender, and I, I don't really know why, coming off that poor run at Randwick last start, but I just respect uh, Joseph Pride so much when he sends horses up here. He doesn't send them up just to sort of give them a, a look around. They're here for business, and he obviously thinks this can win today. Um, um, electing to come to Brisbane with side of the gender. Now, I'm going on his effort three back at Rose Hill in a benchmark 88. Um, he was on pace and he was only beaten a length and a quarter in that race won by Bold Mac. Then he was okay at Rose Hill and then poor last start. I believe Titus Schiller said that he wanted to get some cover on him. He couldn't and he wanted to over race so he didn't have a lot left. Anyway, Joe's taken blinkers off. He's found a race that lacks a little bit of depth. He's booked the big jockey in Jimmy Orman and he's got a good gait. So I'm just taking the punt more than anything else that that Sydney form stands up with silent agenda. Number five, Aussie Nugget. He was a pretty handy horse about a year ago for the Freedmans in Melbourne. And he's only had the one star for Tony Gollan. Should have finished a lot closer. He was badly held up. And that, to me, says that he's going to appreciate the easier competition here in Brisbane. So he goes in the mix for sure, Aussie Nugget. Uh, number eight, Jakarma, ever consistent. You know what you're going to get. A nice soft run just behind the leaders, and he'll be there at the end. And then get the idea. The concern is the 60 kilos with him. 11, 5, 8 and 4. Race 7, benchmark 72 at the mile. Number 13, Mary Mees, second up here, Michael. A $2.80 favourite. Yeah, she's just got a terrible barrier to overcome. Mike Mariner would have been the, oh, he'd have been the $1.80, $1.90 favourite here. He was scratched yesterday, so it's really opened it up. And I'm going to opt for number 11 at what I think is a good price. Uh, Vin did it. Um, barrier two and can race in the first two or three, which is often the place to be here at Durban. Uh, he's two runs back from a spell at Eagle Farm have been very good, so I can't see why he won't run well today. We can bet each way too. Number 11, Venn did it, trained by Glenn Thornton at the Gold Coast, and his son Boris takes them out. 13, I've got in for second, Mary Mee. She was good first up, and she certainly got the ability to win this, but I don't know about where she's going to end up from the gate. Other hopes, more on the place line, though. At a big price, number 14, in agreement. Now, he loves to lead by two or three lengths. And there doesn't look to be a lot of on-pace pressure here. So if he gets left alone here at Doombam, he can hold on and add some value to trifectas and first fours and then putting in Crockett, another one of the big price that maps nicely. Very tricky race, 11, 13, 14 and 6. 
race eight at Dooman is the Sky Racing Class 6 plate. We're going over the 1350 metres here. Set weights, top of the market, number 12, Rabamos here. Third up, $3 favourite. Number eight, Caffrey is at $5. Number two, Sir Rocket. We're getting fitted now at $6. Safe Work is a $7.50 chance for race eight. Yeah, I'm really keen on Sir Rocket, and I think that's a good price, $6. Uh, he's now trained by Rob Heathcote. Rob's only given him the two starts for a zero and a six, but both runs have been terrific. The zero was a 10 of 15 at Grafton uh, in the Ramorny behind Rangers. He was beaten 2.8, and I thought his run was as good as um, Hard Empire, who came out to win the Group 2 Missile Stakes. Um, and then he was sixth here at Doombin two weeks ago behind Snow Zone, only beaten one length in an open handicap. Now, this horse is his own worst enemy. He doesn't like to be cluttered up. When he's cluttered up, he hangs inwards. He doesn't concentrate and he puts his head in the air. I'm hoping today that he goes forward. Tegan Harrison has been booked. I know he's got a lot of weight, but I still think he can carry it against this competition from the front. And I just hope that he's got room to move. That's when he races best, Sir Rocket. Uh, putting him in clearly on top of number 12, Ruben Moss. Now, he had every possible last start and ran third. He's third up today inside gate, so surely he finishes in the money somewhere. I've got him in for second. Number 13, safe work. He's got a bit of uncommon James form, but he's hard to catch. He's only won three from 30. But this does look suitable, in particular, at the weights for safe work. He drops four kilos to 54 and a half. And then number five, Tessak, always lurking and running on. To Sir Rocket, a good each way bet from 12, 13, and 5. And we finish off with the Gallopers Sports Club boys here. Cole Skelding's end tyres, benchmark 75, 1200 metres. Um, good little battle at the top of the favouritism here, Michael, with number three, Desert Dreamer, 330, and number 17, Bundy and Coke at $3.80. How do you see the last? Yes, uh, the market turned on its ear with the scratching of uh, manhood very late this morning. He was the $2 favourite. But I was I think most people were risking him today, manhood anyway, from that white gate should he gone to post. But I do like the 17 Bundy and Coke. I've always had time for this horse. Um, some of these runs in defeat earlier in his career were against good competition on a Saturday. But um, his effort two starts ago was super. It was um, won by Delight. Now, there's a rap on her. He finished fifth behind Delight, beaten five. And that day, he lost concentration. He sort of turned his head and wanted to bite a horse on the outside. But then once he sort of forgot about that, he really attacked the line well. Um, they put blinkers on him in a trial because he turned his head, and he went great. He went like a bomb in that trial at the sunny coast and then went to Eagle Farm and, and went super going forward. So I think the blinkers have really got this guy concentrating. I think he'll go forward fatigue and Harrison and I've got um, no doubts that he can win again. Number 17, Bundy and Coke. Putting in seven, Bonaparte. He'll run on strongly. He was good last start. Hitting the line powerfully here. Desert Dreamer loves Durban. A must go in. And then Kabak, the likely front runner. 17, 7, 3 and 5. Uh, Michael, best and value? I think there's some value early on in the day for you from the sounds. Yeah, um, I think for, for Shepherd, uh, I think down to $12 now. I still think that represents a bit of a value. 4 4, uh, Shepherd, and um, the one that I'm really keen on is the uh, Warwick Farm filly, Darolina Bell. I think this is a perfect race for her to bounce back in. 5 3, Darolina Bell.
Good on you, Michael. We'll let you get to your Sky Thoroughbred Central com- commitments and have a good day there at Doomben. Okay. Bye-bye, Richard. Good man. There is Michael Maxworthy, and we'll have Michael um, back next Saturday morning to go through all of the Brisbane form. They're racing at Newcastle today, and a man who's done the form is going to tell us all about uh, the program of the day is Gary Harley. G'day, Gaz. Yeah, good morning, Rich. It's like a spring day here today. Blue sky all over, sun shining. Going to get to about 21 degrees. Lovely, strong provincial program as they always are here. With a Sandy, I think Chris Waller accepted with eight. He has scratched a couple, but he's still got a couple of good chances. And we've got a couple of nice Godolphin horses, the Friedman, Chris Lees, everyone else. Terrific meet, Rich. You gonna, are you going to sneak away to the Stronger Together for Spinal Support Charity function and give a few tips? No, I won't be doing that. <laughs> Haven't been asked. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, it's, a, it's nearly half a mile to the function room. Are you saying has Dwayne Down not organised a golf buggy to uh, have you no. down there? <laughs> No, well, by the time I go down there, it'd be time to get back to the Sky Channel, but <laughs> um, no, not today. I do a lot of them there, but we got, some of our function rooms are very close to where we are. Others yeah. are a mile away. We've got that many function rooms at Newcastle. All right, let's find some winners, shall we? Eight races, race one, Gaz. The stayers here, or certainly the middle distance horses here, for the Neuro Alliance Maiden Plate, 1860 metres, um, set weights maiden, three-year-olds upwards. Um, Galifaniakis here, Gaz, number one, is a 260 favourite. Number nine, Pavitra, is at 390, and Parsonage Lane, a $5 chance in race one. Two chances again. I like the Galif- whatever you call it, Galifaniakis. Chris Waller trade. Near enough, Gaz, near enough. Yeah. Uh, like tab, number, tab number one. Just that'll do. Lee McGorry and he's his provincial rider, uh, a Waller. And the horse has had four runs in his career. He's an Irish importer. And all four of those runs have been at Newcastle. And he's run a place in all four. He did get up to 2,300 last prep. But he's second up today after a nice run here last start. You know, the uh, 1,400, when he hit the line good, this is ideal. And I think he always travels, okay, you know, he's, he's a real staying type. And I think today could be the day. Now, Avitra, the American pharaoh filly, raised by Kyora, trained by the Friedman. She's crying out for this trip. It was a 1,400 the other day, and she really hit the line. She's ready to run a big race. Number four. Uh, West Elk, three speedy song. Both went over the mile last start at um, Hawkesbury and Goulburn, and they were both narrowly beat. So one, nine, four, and three. Race two today is the Newcastle Knights, class one. Going over the mile here, number two, Amaranth is your favourite here. $2.25 fixed with the tab. Number one, Martini Crusader at two ninety, and Pacheco Gaz is there at $5.50. Dash, dash, dash in the market as well at $6. But how do you see race two? I think uh, Martini Crusader will win again. Maybe I'm a bit biased, Rich, because I tipped it here last start when it won, and it blew from $6 to 15 and faulted it. Zach Lloyd rode it, and he's riding it again today for Stephen O'Halloran, who was formerly trained in Victoria. 
And the extra 200 today, I don't think that's going to matter. It sprinted quick. Sat outside the leader and went Zach, give it a dig in the ribs at the 300. It put three or four on. Um, it'll be on the speed up to the mile. I think it's very hard to beat. Emirates, uh, went well last start. Be on the line good. He's having a good campaign. Three starts, a win, a second, and a fourth. But Chico got held up a bit at Musselbrook in a weaker race the other day, but then had a chance in the straight. It's one of the Lee's team. You'll see Cody Nester on a few of the Lee's uh, stable at the moment. Uh, Aaron Bullock, I think he's in New Zealand on a holiday. And Cody's been... Cody's living on Lake Macquarie now out at Spears Point, Cody Nester, and he's riding work at Newcastle, and he's riding work for Chris, and he's getting a few rides for him, and he rides this one, the Chico, and number five, Dash, 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 one, two, three, and five. Race three is a maiden set, weights 900 metres. The market has two horses coming right away here, Gaz. 11 dashing legend at $1.90, and number 13 kin at two ninety. Everything else at double figures. Well, the Hawks stable train dashing legend. She has got exceptional form for a maiden plate bridge. She ran second in the reason. Was only beaten the length of half. And she only had three runs. He comes from way back and flew home to run second on the Kenzo on the boo. Then she ran second in the Riesling and ran midfield in the Percy Sykes when she obviously needed the paddy. A tremendous trial the other day. She sprinted quick up the rail for Willie Pike in that trial. She got barrier two, Mitchell Bell, uh, soft five, gonna suit. She go by Bob Ho and trained by the Hawk Stable. I think she'll win, but the other horse is a big danger, Ken. He beat her home in the Percy Sykes, one of the, uh, the Dolphin Phillies. KBO's riding this one. And ran a couple of places at Flemington way back. I think it was January, February. Um, yeah, earlier this year in, in January it was. And uh, she is a big threat. This is a, an enormous country made plate, this to get two horses of this quality, but that is what happens at Newcastle, as you know, on a Saturday. 11 to beat 13. Number 10, Chula's another Godolphin with a place out, and 6, Wapio. Neil Godbolt, uh, sending the horse down from Port Macquarie. Horn's good up there, but he uh, he's a bit stiff, Neil, and young Simon Thompson, because normally they would beat anywhere near the class of this field in a mate plate here on a Saturday. But I still think it'll run all right. 11, 13, 10 and 6. Same deal for race four. Really, Gary, a maiden at the 1,400 metres. Number four, prize draw for Michael Friedman, $2.10. Number 12, Smart Vengeance at $2.90. And then Big King, $10. Mountain Guest, $10. So, yeah, another, another, I'm not, not saying a race in two, Gary, but these two come right away. Yeah, I agree. I think it is a race, too. But I made just for best bit of the day, prize draw. A man by Dundee. Um, she's uh, trained by Michael Friedman. Her run was an absolute ripper here last night on the 6th of August, first up. She did walk out of the barrier. She's back worse than Bill Bidfield, got held up in the straight, and it was a huge run to get beat by a length and a half. She's going to be very hard to beat here, 1,400. That was only 1,200 the other day. Annabelle's also run well. Uh, didn't have a lot of luck. 
the other day, Clive Benson, and that was a book, I think. Yes, it was. She ran four. She was very, very long way back. Young Jackson Cell Road. She ran on okay that day. to get beat 1.2. I think it'll run a big race. Third pick, number five, Ressinger for Chris Waller. And number 10, Mountain Guest, one of Sergeant. All the best to be 12, 5 and 10. Race 5, first leg of the quaddie, the Goodyear Newcastle Phillies and Mares Benchmark 64. Good race here, goes over 1,400 metres. Number 2, Crazy Train, 3.45. And number 6, Highly Ambitious, 4.20. Yasmine, 5.50. Tycoon Halley, $6. And twice on Sunday at $9. Few of these we've seen at the midweekers in the past. Gary, good race, race 5. Yeah, and a good race to have a quadrilla, Rich. Uh, all these four today, they're tough races. And if you get the quaddy, you know, you've got to get a nice dividend. Look, she's very hard to catch. Brian Pappenhauer's a good catch, Tycoon Alley. But I'm going to gamble on her today. She grinded away first up at Kepler and got beat about 1.8. She's a backmarker. She's raced very well on this track last prep without winning. Four starts for three placing. She's just got no speed. She's a written Tycoon mare, but she'll be very strong late. Um, I know it's difficult to get her over the line first, but I'm going to give her another chance. Highly ambitious for Chris Leach. Found form the other day and got beat a nose by the imported stable mate. I thought the run was very good. Cody Nesta rides. Five Yasmin won well. I think it was a Goldman to the Freedman. And number 12, Shawnee's girl. But John O'Shea's got two runners again. Uh, today, John, 8, 6, 5 and 12. Race 6, Newcastle. 8, Recruitment, Benchmark 68. 1,200 metres the journey for race number 6. Number 7, Ang Pao for Richard and Will Freeman. A 2.40 favourite resuming here. 6, Rockstar Boy for Angela Davies at $5. Um, Annulus going great guns for Scotty Asprey. Tab number 8 at five fifty, And Cecilia, nice last start winner at $6.50. Gaz for race 6. He's very smart, Ang Pao. Now, the story with him, Rich, all his runs are in the country because Will Friedman was training against Scope when he had his previous uh, four starts for two wins and two seconds. He won at Bathurst, he won at Tamworth. Now, I'm just not quite sure. I hope Will Friedman's there today because I'm sure Will told me at one stage this, there was a big chance this horse was going to Hong Kong. They were going to buy so it didn't happen. Will's now with Dad Richard at Rose Hill. And this horse has won two trials lately. Rachel King's running both times. He's got a very, very good turn of foot. He's, he's a leader. And I know it's a good race, but gee, I think he'll run well. Number 17, Power Keegan Latham, right. Number six, Rockstar Boy is flying. He runs back. He won on the track. And then he ran fourth at Kemler. Got way back. The run was terrific, and he is a back marker, but the long straight. Number eight, Annulus for Scotty. Uh, won well at Scone and then went up the country and won, I think it was. Going, the, the horse had a number of runs, kept running second, uh, but this time in, Port Macquarie, it was the last start, uh, that he won, and he'll run well. So Sylvia's got a massive weight, even with... Uh, by Bailey Wheeler claimed three, so she's down to 58. She is the class mayor. Won a couple of black tie, well, you know, feature races in the country. Seven, six, eight, and one. 
Let's go to race number seven, Gaz. Uh, this is a good race. The 1250-metre maiden, number eight, Avery, $3.60 favourite. Much bigger on the total. A lot to play out here. Number seven, Yankee Hustle, three seventy. Nothing between them. Number two, London resumes here at four forty. Romius is a seven dollar chance. Number one, Grand Crusader for Team Hawks at eight dollars. Hot little maiden, Gaz, for race number seven. Uh, the yard will be interesting. American Ferro, Philly, number seven, Yankee Hustle. Get a chance to have a look at the trial the other day. It was a ripper. Dylan rode it at Boyle. And it got back, way back. Three wide, no cover, run and laugh. And then he got it to the outside of the field at the top of the street. Do you think it did not mind? Went to the line under a hold. He didn't let it go at any stage, although it's by G. That was a good trial. Now, back in March, coming out three runs, it runs fifth in the Magic Knight, was beaten about four lengths by She's Extreme and Magic Carpet. Uh, run third at Newcastle and a two-year-old maiden back in fifth. And it went round in the bailing. Bred by Arthur and Harry Mitchell at Garavan Park. Um, John Baxter owns it. Terry the colours rich. The horse of Malcolm Johnson, I'm sure it was the Oakley Plate. With me, one, and John Baxter owns. And this one's with Chris. He'll be surprised for the lovely barrier. And Andrew Gibbons rides. I think it's got a greater. What Then again, there's a number of chances. Grand Crusader at $8 is terrific value. I spoke about Dashing Legion earlier. This trial against it the other day and went terrific. Coming a beta length. Uh, trial against the stable mate. Mitch Bell on. Two Londons. Trial well for Chris Waller. Number eight, Avery. Went terrific first up. Stack of chances. Put them all in the quality there. All four of them. Seven, one, two and eight. Uh, is that Grand Crusader with there, Gaz? No, no, I'm 7, 1, 2 and 8. Okay, okay, 7, 1, 2 and 8. I've just, yeah, um, I, I changed my tips yesterday. No Originally worries. I went 1, 7, but yesterday I went yeah. 2 and 8. Uh, You're reading off another publication, are you? <laughs> no, no, I'm just looking at some horses, connections and owners. Yeah, Yankee Hustle. Is it, was it Ruane, Man, uh, Ruane, that farm out at yeah, Manangle? Yeah, that, yeah that's, used to... that's John's, uh, the name of the... He's racing name, Ruane. Yeah, lots of good uh, horse good horse off that property over the time, Gaz. Oh, yeah, that with me. She, she's group one. I'm sure it was the Oakley plate. It's yeah. a long time ago now because Malcolm wrote He was a she, flying machine. She's the fourth dam in a few pedigrees these days. Race 8, we finish off, Gary. Open market for race 8, Newcastle. Benchmark 64, 1,400 metres. A $4.80 favourite is number two, Island Press. Excuse me, another heap of chances. I like endorsement, one of Wallers. Bowman has rode it in all three starts, and they've all been at Newcastle. One on the boo in, a, in February in a 1200. Terrific run from back of the field. Came back and was beaten two lengths, got a mile back and ran on again. And one more run went to the paddock. Been trolling okay. Um, pulled its way to the front before the home turn, which doesn't suit it. In a recent trial, the young lady rode at Courtney Ferris and just grabbed hold of the bit, ended up running fourth. But you've got to let him settle down on race day. He gets back and he loves the long straight here. Good odds. Lee McGorrin will ride him. I think he's a big each way home. Capital asset for the Snowdens. Wow. It went terrific uh, when it won. Uh, 
recently, and that was at Kembla. Um, got a check for the cows, raced a bit keen, and then in the straight it powered over the top of them. Redford on Mackenzie. It's only start beyond Zuccarino prior to that. Number four, Akahara. Got a chance for Bjorn Baker. An island press for Dean Murphy. Coming over from uh, Bathurst. It's got very good form. It'll run a race. Five, twelve, four and two, Rich. Uh, the best bet for me is the Friedman Horse. Race four, number four, prize draw. Quaddy, race wide today. Race five, eight, six, five, seven, six, eight. Seven, one, two and eight in race seven and race eight, five, twelve, four and two. A delightful day. We're on a soft five, just the perfect track, really. Rich and uh, people out there, hope you're back a winner. Good on you, Gary Harley. We'll let Gaz go. We'll the Newcastle coverage on Sky Thoroughbred Central and also Sky Racing 1 as the day goes on. The Behind the Gates multi is open on your tab app. We'll hear more from that shortly with Andrew Hurley. It's open between 10 and 11, so we'll go to a short break. We'll come back with Behind the Gates, Darren Flindell, Brad Davidson and Andrew Hurley standing by. Get your texts in. Any questions for the guys? And we'll try and dissect them uh, throughout the next 35 to 40 minutes or so. Short break. This is Racing HQ Saturday. Don't whinge and whine about the traffic. Think of the wine you'll have at home. A glass of Windy Peak Cabernet Merlot by De Bortoli, of course. Here's the traffic. Save up to 50% off at Oz Design Furniture on a huge range of selected sofas, dining, living, homewares and more. Sale must end Monday at Oz Design Furniture. T's and C's apply. Very busy in Cogra. Roadworks on O'Connell Street causing delays northbound between Bank Street and President Avenue. President Avenue also very busy as it's reduced to one lane both ways. Homebush West Centenary Drive is building both directions at Arthur Street. Unfold your world with the new Samsung Galaxy Z series at Optus. Pre-order yours today in your local Optus store or at optus.com.au. It starts with yes. I'm Luke Germain, number one in racing on Sky Sports Radio. Get into Totally Workwear Rydalmere for all your winter workwear gear. We stock the best brands like King G, Hard Yakka, FXD and Steel Blue with a huge range of pants, jumpers, jackets and boots. Check out the new Fuse Workwear by King G. You won't be disappointed. Does your workwear branding need a freshen up? Get in store and talk to Darren and the team. Open till 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Rydalmere, 279 Victoria Road. Your one-stop winter workwear shop. Foreign-owned bookies like Sportsbet and Ladbrokes are taxed less than other Australian gambling products. Support our call for Fair Play. Visit fairplaycoalition.com.au for more details. Authorised by Aussie Fair Play Coalition Proprietary Limited, Melbourne. Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Out of the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Welcome to Behind the Gates. Great to have you with us here on uh, Racing HQ Saturday. Get your texts in. Oh, Earls is in charge of the text line this morning. Let's say this goes okay. 0419-767-272. That's 0419-767-272. Well, we may as well welcome him in. Without any further ado, we'll, we'll go to Andrew Hurley uh, in the studio for a start. Good morning, Hurls. 
what's happening? Yeah, top of the morning to you. Uh, well, it's a beautiful morning, isn't it? And hopefully it's going to warm up a little bit uh, more as the day progresses. Good day of racing. Looking forward to it. We got the uh, we got the multi up last week, so let's uh, let's hope we can get. Uh, we can get two in a row. Do you want me to announce it now, or do you want to uh, go through each of us uh, individually? Oh, we'll go through each other individually. Hurls, who are I you could, with this week? I, I want to, no, I'm going to start with you. Uh, oh. I want you to tell us who you've got, and then I just want to add something to it, if I may. In secret, in race nine. Race nine number, yeah, in secret. James, now I'll just read an email that came through yesterday. James, this is from Richard Haynes, James only has to keep in secret breathing for her to win the silver shadow. Gee, that's a call. That's, that's like using the M word. That's going to really... haven't used that since 94. That's going to really annoy the connections of other runners, isn't it? Only has to keep in secret breathing for her to win. <laughs> hey, hey... <laughs> Hey, Darren Flindell, good morning yes. to you. I'll, I'll, re- I'll remind myself next time to not send or attach hurls to any emails or text messages. That's a on big that. call. Uh, yes, good there morning. Aren't enough, there, aren't enough, uh, there aren't enough big calls in racing. G'day, Darren. No, that's right. There should be more of it. Uh, yeah, she, she I, say it, I, say it in, I say it in jest. I say it in jest. I, I really like her. There's, it's a damn good race, though, Darren. Some good fillies there. I'm just happy to be with her today. Yeah, it's a big field, uh, 14 running, they're over 1,200 metres, but she's drawn quite quite nicely, really, there in gate number five. Yeah, I couldn't depose you there with uh, In Secret. My best uh, today, uh, I've made it the best bet of the car too, Opacity in mm. uh, in race four. I really like the way he finished off at Rose Hill last Saturday in the race one there by Kalino, and I thought, oh, you, you sort of you might be ready to come back and win a race uh, soon. Overall, his best form's been at a mile, three times a winner, three times a winner here at the Randwick. And I see Joe Pride's gone back and probably had a look through its, its uh, form card and said, right, we'll put the blinkers back on Opacity here. So there's been money around for him, and uh, I think Opacity will go really close here today. The only one I'm really worried about in the race is Niffler. I thought uh, Niffler's uh, last run was OK and, uh, and the trip suits, but Opacity's going to be my best. OK. He'll um, be on Sky Racing 1 all afternoon. He's done the form for more than a few venues. And that is Brad Davidson. David, good morning. Good morning. Morning, guys. Come on, have a crack, please. You lot. I mean, fair dinkum. You're sitting there and you finally got the behind the gates multi up last week when I'm not here. I was waiting for everything, saying, well, you're quite clearly the weak link. Let's get rid of Davidson. But you've all been very nice this morning. Well, it was floated. But the thing is, the <laughs> thing don't, is... Don't forget the fact that I was carrying you blokes for the eight weeks prior to that. Yeah, Wait, yeah. you th- blokes to get one in the top four, but anyway. Well, that's, that, that's the thing, Brad. Those in glass houses, when it comes to the multi, you can easily get knocked off your perch pretty quick, so that's why we shut up. Hey, just quickly as well, Hells, you do realise that text line that you're reading out today, some of them you're not allowed to read out, Yeah, okay? no, no, no. Do you understand that? <laughs> Indeed, yeah, there's some... Just um, want to make sure he knows. Yeah, no, no, I've got the filter there. Approve, reject, reply, publish, yeah, it's all there. What's, the, what's that one there, Haynes in Neighbours? And, oh, sorry, no, that was from a few weeks ago. Jeez, so. yeah, Benny, Benny walking, let's get over that one. Uh, what's, um, who's your horse for the multi today, oh, Brad? Oh, sorry. Uh, look, I, I, showmanship's my best, but Hills, with his email about two seconds after asking what everyone likes, has got me out of that one. So I'll, I'll put in Lord Ardmore. I, I think he's... 
going to run top four for us. Um, he's just going to get the right sort of run again. I do concede there's a little bit more depth than the other day in this race, but I think 2,000 suits. He just maps perfectly in a race with not a lot of tempo again. Weights aren't much different from the other day. And like I said, the extra trip suits, I think he's just going too well. And I think he'll run top four for us. Um, so I've thrown him in as Lord Admiral. Okay. Um Hurls, who did, did you say he, you, you settled on? And uh, I no. suppose, and we need your oh, horse, we need, we need how to get to the multi, because there's only 45 minutes of betting time remaining now, how to get to the multi and, um, and the dividend that the tab have kindly been able to offer up to us today. Yeah, I went with showmanship. I tried to get in first and I achieved that yesterday. Uh, yeah, showmanship is pretty much, uh, I reckon it picks itself there. Nine starts, seven wins. And a minor, it turned it out after winning, or finishing third at the bull on a very, very heavy track. It does handle the heavy, but handles the soft and the good. If we get an upgrade, if it doesn't run top four, I'd be very, very surprised. So, we have got race number four, horse four, opacity, race five, number Six showmanship race, uh, sorry, yeah, race six, number three, Lord Ardemore, and of course, yours in uh, in race number nine in secret. So, uh, that dividend is five dollars, which is very juicy. You go to sports today's offers, and uh, you've got a maximum bet you got one per customer, and it's a maximum bet of fifty dollars. And as you said, that will only be open till 11 o'clock. We're playing it a bit safer at the moment, which I do like because I think we're going to obviously get more collects. And at the end of the day, uh, punters want a bit of extra cash in their pocket on, on a Saturday to, to bet with, so I think it's smart, but one week. I reckon one week we designate it. Maybe it's out of carnival time or something. We've got. To, I reckon we've got to all have a crack. Throw one at maybe five, six dollars a place, and we'll just. I reckon we do one one week in the next year sometime where we just put in four real perfect, you know, real roughies, and have a crack and get a huge dividend. <laughs> and, and, Tim and Ryan, just go out and leg one. Yeah, Tim, <laughs> Tim Ryan and the boys will oh. knock it back. That's the problem. Oh, probably oh, maximum, maximum bet will be a dollar. Maximum bet five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but Darren, you go through the form, and I mean, I you know even. Since have been doing this year, you, you see horses there at $20. I'm half tempted to put in now and again. Mm. And they do no, I agree. bob up, Actually, they do bob up in that first four quite often. There's a couple of um, ones over $10 today I was seriously considering mm. going with, but just trying to play it on the safe side. Uh, we might, um, I know you'll have, you have the text line open to you there, Hurls, and I'll come to you for a second, but I, I reckon we go straight um, for the jugular here. Race 8, we might, um, Hurls, get a latest market for the Wink Stakes if we could. Group 1 weight for age 1,400 metres. If you're out and about walking the dog, doing stuff with the family, want to duck away, a quarter to four. A quarter to four is the wing stakes and hurls. I might we'll grab a market off you. We'll break the race down. And if there happen to be any questions on zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two, I'm sure hurls can uh, fire them in and mix them in with this wing stakes. The market, please. Animo, they went up two sixty on Wednesday, two dollars fifty. Now uh, Dewis comes out four by three, but that hasn't really made a difference in terms of investment today and throughout the week. Moanga four six. To 440, back to 460, 6 to 650 forbidden love. Fangirl, 7 to 6, back to $7. Profondo, very interesting today for it. 12 to 14, back to 13. Look, as far as money is held on the race, it's pretty much market order. Although Fangirl on the fourth line of betting has been popular since the market opened and also today. And there's a little bit of specking there for Ice Bath. Ice Bath's always a very, very popular horse. 
course. So um, that's a look at it. We did have a text here from Vince in Arncliffe, and he says, folks, do you think, do you think Fangirl is a chance in the week stakes? Uh, Darren, far away. I think she's a definite chance here on this drier track today. We're on a soft five. Uh, they're going, so that's uh, perfect for her. Every time she's flopped, it's been on those real heavy tracks. And on the uh, the good or the of the soft track, she's looked very exciting. Uh, I put her in the numbers, fangirl, because uh, I think there's a lot of upside with her under the present uh, track conditions. Probably a lack of tempo on the race is a, is a bit of a concern, given that she's drawn uh, wide out. But, yeah, I'm certainly uh, keeping her very safe in this, fangirl. What are your numbers here, Darren? Or who, do well, you, who are you with? Actually, this is um, a race that my on-top pick will be the biggest price of any I've gone with. I'm going with Halal, uh, number five. Only for the fact, um, when I was looking at the map of the race, who's going to lead here? And I, I assume it'll probably be Forbidden Love. And then I thought, well, who's going to sit second? And I think Halal will, will in this race, because so many of these are just going to, to get back. And I keep going back to the Hobartville Stakes over this trip at Rose Hill in February when Halal and Animo lined up. And Animo only nailed Halal right on the post. Uh, there was only about a head between them. And I just think with a good run that Halal will get, he's a good each-way chance at the $21, an offer there. So I went Halal over Animo. Uh, Forbidden Love, who I think is going to get a pretty soft time of it in the lead. And then Fangirl, she, she might beat all of them. She might just go to a new level today. What do you say, Brad? Yeah, look, I, I'll start with the favourite, and I'm not comfortable with 250. I'm not comfortable at all. I, I think, oh, of course he can win the race. He's favourite. He's a, he's a super horse. But is he being priced a little bit on his name there first up? I mean, he's got gate one, which is a bit of a concern. It's been well documented. A lot of people thinking it'll play a little bit off rails today, but it's not the right gate for him to start with. There's no real tempo in the race. Yes, he's been jumping well out of the trials, so he might lob just behind the speed. But... The other, the bigger concern for me was that the latest trial, he, he looked very sweaty and by memory last preparation, don't quote me, but I'm, I'm 90% sure first up he paraded pretty poorly. I remember Duff yeah. and at the time Lizzie saying exactly that. Yeah. Went down at, uh, at a pretty short quote he on did. that day. I mean, it was a good run. It was a good yeah. run. It was a Go mad fence day and a mad on pace day. So you actually run really well against the vice in that expressway. But do you really want a bad parade, which is potentially going to happen if he does get above himself a 1400 fresh i know 1400s a decent trip for him but for me he, he, he's beatable here and really beatable today so i've got to be with Moanga. I, I like the way annabelle nisham's talking about this horse in the week saying he's a bit sharper this time in if you look at his trials you couldn't take 20 dollars about him but that's him you know we, we know that with him he never trials well without the blinkers the blinkers go on race day he just needs a little bit of tempo into the race because he's not a sprint off a dime style of horse he's a bit more of a sustained speed but look he won this race last year he beat very elegant uh, it's a good race again this year but for me I'm, I'm leaning to him i think if bowman's able to tag in the three wide line on fangirl and get within three lengths of him around the turn i think she'll be the one because she's got the turn of foot over these she's a lot sharper than they are and if it's a sprint home, then she's just got to get within striking distance to use that turn of foot she has. But um, for me, Mawanga, I think he's too short Animo. I'm happy to take him on, but I've got him second pick. And I, I agree with Darren. I think you've got to give Halal a chance with that positive map. The fact that I thought he was stronger through the line than Animo second up last prep too. Has been a first up horses race though. I think the last four years all been won by first up horses. Richard, just, um, just yeah. oh, sorry, go Darren. 
No, no, I was just going to say, just remind the text line number there, 0419 That's 0419 James McDonald joined us this morning, Brad, and he, 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 did, he did say that even at the trials he... He, you know, it was a, you know, sweating up that little bit, but certainly is in his mind. He was, it wasn't like he wasn't thinking about or concentrating what he was doing. So, mm. well, there's no doubt the yard you want to see him, but that might just be him a little bit too. It, it might be, but you look at his profile as well. Pretty much, he's got this profile in every preparation where his first up runs his worst, his second up runs his second worst, and then he goes third up better, fourth up better, and he probably just keep on improving. So that's also a, another alarm for me when when he's never put you know never going to be ready to peak first up as a lot of these aren't but i think it's more of a a semi grand final for like a moanga mm. where for him it's just a kickoff point so do you want to be taking two dollars fifty about a horse that could parade poorly a kickoff point yes he's got class but so do a lot of these the flip side the flip side is if he was to if he can be a horse that wins a group one as a two-year-old three-year-old and goes bang as a four-year-old not many do that, and I'm, that's why I don't know. I, I t- absolutely that, take your point, Brad. And you could well be on the money. Gee, it it just makes for another interesting storyline. Hurls. Yeah, Dave from West Hoxton says, "Good morning, boys. Geez, you sound outstanding this morning, Hurls. Uh, thoughts on Profondo <laughs> bouncing back in the spring after a forgettable autumn? That may or may not be my brother, but he's a keen punter. It's a good question, actually. Yeah, Profondo. It's just a flopper, isn't he? Right throughout the spring, can he bounce back? Yeah, I think it can. Um, I like the way he's been settling a bit better in his trials. I love the ear earmuffs pre-race. I love of the, uh, the Hanover and Noseband, and I just think he might be able to just settle a little bit better, and if he can, I think he'd be nice and positive. Well, he's got that one big peak in, in the spring champion. He, he probably didn't beat a great deal there. Um, he would need to go to another level, but he's clearly going to be a better horse than we saw on those wetter tracks towards the end of last prep. He was wide in the Australian Guineas, and he went way too... Uh, he was mm-hmm. too keen in the Rose Hill Guineas. So I think he can. Whether he can measure up to the, the big guns here, we'll see. But, um, Darren, your thoughts? Yeah, I thought his trial was uh, fine there at Warwick Farm. Went to the line uh, trucking there. Yeah, if he can recapture the form of this time last year... Uh, he could be in for a good preparation. Uh, I was a uh, <clears throat> big fan of his in the in the spring last year, Profondo, so a big watch uh, on what he does here today. Hey, Darren, a couple of change of tactics here for you. Race four, number four, Opacity, to be ridden in a midfield position. Race eight, number five, Halal, option to be ridden further forward. Oh, good. So that's only just come through, has it? They're, uh, they're really firing through. Yeah, I'm really banking on the fact that Halal will just, just lob there without even really being asked to do that. But good news with Opacity. I was, I was hoping that would be the case. Hang on, Let's hang go. on. Hang on. Broadcast. <laughs> broadcast, yes. Um, yep, we've also got uh, well, a couple of others, or am I reading from the, the wrong... Yeah, there's a couple uh, of gotcha. others there. Yes. gotcha. Option to be ridden further forward. gotcha. We'll get there shortly. Okay. And race 10 arbitration to be ridden further forward. As well, just they're coming through, but we'll seven we'll work bales through, yeah. with cover and bold Mac to be ridden conservatively, Niffler to be ridden further forward, which is no surprise there from the better gate. So, yeah. a few others. We had a uh, text uh, there in relation to seven vales. Oh, we've got a few coming through. Her- Hurls, can I just can we, when you do that, can we just we go to race nine now? We'll go, we'll go to the, the silver shadow. Might, might get a market for this really good fillies race, Hurls, and then um, then then dissect it with questions and the guys, yeah, 100%. 
percent. All right, uh, let's have a look at the market here, and I'll tell you what's been most popular today. Look, they're spreading their love around somewhat. In secret, uh, is the favourite at three dollars fifty. It's just down from three thirty. I wouldn't say it's a, it's a concern as far as the drift is concerned. It's just on the back of um, people backing a number of different horses in the race. Four eighty to five dollars for Willinga Beast. Now they went up eight dollars on Wednesday afternoon. Queen of the Balls a nine fifty chance. Revolutionary Miss ten dollars. Thirteen Opal Ridge. Uh, seven Vales fifteen into fourteen. And I note a bit of support today for both Wolverine, which is twenty six oh. into eighteen, and also Grace's Secret. Now Grace's Secret retains that quote of twenty one this morning. But yeah, I'm just looking at the figures here, and both of those. Horses at prices have been uh, have been popular as has Mumbai Jewel today. Even though it stays at that twenty six dollar chance, there's plenty of value in the race, obviously, and punters are latching onto that. Any co- any comments on the text there, Hurls, as far as this race? You mentioned seven vials. Any any other listeners want to? Make comment on the race? Yeah, uh, Mark, Mark in Miranda uh, says, Good morning to the panel. Any opinion on race nine, number three, Seven Vales? A recent even trial and two-year-old form was adequate. Could she take big steps forward this campaign starting this afternoon? Brad? Okay. Brad. Uh, yeah, look. Fire away. She was great, wasn't she, behind Conquer on debut and then won the, the Riesling and, and then probably uh, just all come a bit too soon in the Golden Slipper. Trials have been solid. I, I think I heard during the week they're heading towards a flight stakes, as a lot of these probably are. So um, you would think that uh, she's going to improve with the with the run and up in trip, but saying that, um, not hopeless here. I've, I've landed on the, the favourite in secret. I just think she gets the right sort of run and Australia's best jockey aboard and James McDonald and like the trial. I will say, though, she beat Golden Queen and Penthouse in the Woodlands there at Scone. Those horses have been lapped since, so uh, I think it was a pretty weak race, but I think she's progressive enough to get the job done here, but I couldn't really talk you out of much here. I, I can see that speaking for the, the former New Zealanders that I can understand that different form. I even think that the bottom one here, Myoshi's not hopeless, that probably the outsider in the field. I mean, it should have won first up, clearly. Wave Rider Boy, who's run well since, and then went to Warwick Farm again and beat Af Cabin, who's gone to Sandown and won by six with his head mm. on his chest, and now the Caulfield Guineas favourite. Well, he was last time I checked. So uh, I can see it running a race at big odds. So I'm within secret, but I, I think there's uh, plenty of chances there. We had a text also uh, in relation... No name on this one. Is Queen of the Ball being overlooked. Never ran a bad race on a good track and gets that today. Although it's still a soft fight. Not hopeless, for sure. Darren, your, your thoughts on those runners and your selections? Oh. Well, it's an interesting race. I've gone within secret. I think she is the one, but I don't want to get too sort of focused that she's the the only one because there's the likes of Revolutionary Miss. I think it's got the quality to be a factor. Wolverine, when I saw the $34 about her earlier in the week, I thought, boy, she profiles really well. All the New Zealand forms so solid in all the right races. So I'm not surprised to see there's a bit of money for her. Seven Vales we learn more about today. Queen of the Ball will be on the right spot. Um, Willinga Beast. I think she's a very exciting filly. Just a little bit worried she might get uh, be in the wrong spot off the fence there, approaching the turn. And then you've got Grace's Secret. Adds a different form line with that short course uh, New Zealand form there. Midnight in Tokyo was great winning last time out. And I thought Opal Rich was a very good finisher at Rose Hill behind Troach last time out. So I don't know. I've, I've gone with In Secret, but if In Secret goes under... Oh, could be a bit of a, you know, it could be a bit of a rough result with the market. 
James has only got to keep it breathing for it to win. So I'm terrified of willing a beast now. <coughs> and I'm, you know, those Australian bloodstock boys, they haven't, haven't missed me this morning. And that's, hey, look, there are some good fillies here. There are some good Oh, look at him backtracking. Now, he actually rang me at about <laughs> midnight last night. Uh, this thing's an absolute moral. The, be- the best thing, the best bet you've ever seen in 10 years, he said to me, and then hung up. Must have been, that sure must have been a it. different Richard Haynes because I was tucked up in bed giving the alarms off at some silly hour oh, this morning. But maybe, did, maybe hey, that was neighbours, neighbours, Richard. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. him. Yeah, might have been, might have been, Darren, might have been. Did you actually tell us what you like in this race, Brad, after you danced around a few horses? In secret, I did, yes. Oh, you are within secret? Yes, I am. After all. <laughs> Hmm. I am. Who, did you settle on again in the, in the end, Darren? I went within secret as well. <laughs> Listen to you. Listen to the both of you, honestly. Oh, oh there you go. All right. I'll tell you what I'll be doing. Uh, when I play the quaddy later on today, I'll be doing one quaddy with her only, and then I'll be doing a, a smaller one with all those other ones mm. that I consider to be the fringe players. I saw on the... T- yeah, as Hurls has said on the text line earlier, when I, I put out the question... You know, what what do you like at double figures today? And Hurls can flick back through. Northdale, last got to mention. Midnight in Tokyo got to mention. I know, I know Duff and, you know, you know Darren and, you know, Mumbai Jewels got a good mention. So while in secret we think it's a good filly, it is that kind of a race. And like, and like key, Kiwi judges are saying, Wolverine? How is she a bigger price than Grace's secret? I know the market's changing all the time, but it's that kind mm. of a race, isn't it, guys? I actually spoke to a few Kiwis uh, during the week about uh, Wolverine. I said, how good's this Karaka form this year? And I wasn't getting the, the right vibes. <laughs> and uh, um, anyhow, what do they know? <laughs> we, we, will fi- we will find out at about 25 minutes past four exactly, this afternoon. yes. Okay, um, you've only got uh, 25 minutes left for the behind the gates multi opacity showmanship Lord Ardmore and in secret all to run top four five dollars is the price. Just go to Sports Today's offers and it's uh, labelled behind the gates multi, but that will close at 11 o'clock. I'll tell you what, uh, we've got some fans out there looking at the hole. Can we go to race seven, Hurls, the Laurel Oak Toy Show quality, whether there are any questions coming through for a good mare's race here. It's a group three, 1,100 metres, race seven at five minutes past three, Hurls, the, the Toy Show. What's the market telling you here? Yeah, well, always a good race, this. Zapateo's $2.80 to $3 today, but they went up $4.60 uh, earlier in the week. Bella Nipotina comes out 11 by 11, and Jal Lay, uh, two by one. was. The You're all over that name. Day. You're all over it now. Yeah. Five fifty to five dollars for Jamea. We've got Boom Neighbor five fifty to six fifty. Back to five fifty. There's no significant inward push for this race uh, in terms of the fluctuations are concerned. In terms of the hold on the race, I can tell you, most popular runner is Boom Nova today at the five dollar fifty quote. So, uh, and overall, yeah, it's been popular since the market opened. Boom Nova, but that's a tough race. Any. Uh, any interest on the text line here? Otherwise, we'll go straight to the boys for their thoughts on the race. Uh, not on this particular race, no. What do you think, Darren? I'm going with an old favourite here for two, who really excels mm. at this trip of 1,100 metres. We haven't seen her win a race since winning this event uh, last year, but I watched her trial behind May Rose, and she just given a little bit, bit of a niggle up the straight, and I like the way that she, she closed off. Yeah, with a record uh, at this trip... 
Uh, I think she profiles well, and at the $10, I'm very happy to go with her each way. I like uh, Zapateo as the danger, so three over ten for me there in the toy show. Okay. Brad? I'm with you, Darren. Yep, I made it the value of the day for two, so I just think it sets up perfectly. The only thing we're not getting is, you know, barrier five, six, so she can get to the outside, barrier one, the, the little concern, but um, with how the track may play, but saying all that, I don't think it'll be too bad today. I always think it's worse, the fence is worse if it's really wet, which is not the case, obviously. It just, the stats set up well, don't they? Four from seven fresh, six from 12 on good tracks. I know it's a soft five, but I'm thinking this track's going to be a good four today. Ramwick's just drying better than any other track at the moment, basically. And the 1,100 metres is just her perfect trip. Four wins at this trip. She won this race last year. Um, I think she can run very well with the with the right sort of run. And one thing about John Thompson is when I started doing Sydney form about six years ago, I always when I first looked at the stats, I thought second, third up, fourth up trainer and mm. I got that completely wrong. He is absolutely dynamic fresh with his horses. If he backed his horses blindly first up the last two years, you're making around 40 to 50% profit on turnover. They are just dynamic. What, uh, what price for Chisig in there? Yeah, $10. It's yeah. been, uh, went up 11 10 this morning, got to 11 it's back to $10 so it's rock hard in the market. Um, Brad, a comment on Jamea? Jamea, just, yep, there. I mean, she got a nice little turn of speed, doesn't she? I love the fangirl, the Espiona form. She never comes up short. I, can't, I can never get her the price that she is on my database, the, the data that I use and, and price off. I can never give it, get her that short without bumping her up. So she's never really one I'm finding, but I like the recent trial. And um, she does uh, close, she'll close off strongly here, no doubt. First up last prep as well. I mean, uh, what's that? Gold Coast run, wasn't it? In the Guineas, 1,400. I mean, she was... I'm surprised mm. they backed her that day because it was just the, 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 you know, 1,400 fresh was always going to... For mine, oh, I don't like that sort of setup for those horses. 0419767272. If you have any any questions for the guys, I only have about another uh, seven or eight minutes to to, uh, to, you know, to keep Darren here. He has to learn some colours for the first, but 0419767272. Hurls, before we go to the show county, anything on the on the text line of any note? Nothing charitable. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. What have you been as, saying as, this morning? Well, as as I've as I've always been told. You don't have anything nice to say or text. Don't say or text anything. Go down at a all. bit further, Hills. There might be a few. Oh no, you might have to go on the second page. You're what did you text? Text in now. Uh, we get some. We get some bloke from your minor texting in now and again. Yeah, I, I, I send the text just to wind you blokes up. Keep you, keep you honest. That's what you got to do. You got to keep you guys honest. Keep us honest. Yeah. Andrew Martin's got to keep you honest this afternoon. That's oh, for that's sure. True. That's true. <laughs> the big stage. Race five hurls the Moston Copper Show County. Good sprint here over the 1,200 metres. Group three. Uh, gee, showmanship. Um, Glenn Munsey sort of had thought this horse had a bit of a smell of the lay of the days about it. Showmanship when Munz was talking about the market earlier. What are you seeing with race five? Yeah, punters don't agree. They're all over it. Uh, it clearly holds the most amount of money in the race. We went up. Uh, now let's have a look at the deductions here. Seven by eight embracer. See, I don't know if someone's had fat fingers there, but my stats here show six dollars. I, I don't think that was the case. It's two sixty to two eighty. King of Sparta's got the fitness on its side. Two ninety to three ten. Inward move today for prime candidate. Twelve to eight. Electric girls nine to eight fifty. Special reward nine fifty to ten. Back to nine dollars. But look, three ten. King of Sparta, but it's nowhere near as popular as showmanship, and it's also very popular in multis. 
Well, this, um, uh, Darren, this showmanship is, is clearly exciting. His, his race record would say that. Barrier one today. It's a fair test for him nonetheless. Well, that's right. He's a seven-year-old and he's having only second run now in two years. It's a, a long gap since uh, he uh, last won a race at Mooney Valley, September 5, 2020, having come over from, from WA. I just think there's got to be some question marks there with showmanship, although the market support would suggest otherwise. I've got to go with a horse that I know, King of Sparta. He tried brilliantly prior to the Caulfield win over 1,200 metres, and whilst uh, he wasn't as effective down the straight last time, he was the one I wanted to, to stick with here today. But for me, it's not really a bet race. Okay, what do you reckon, Brad? Well, it's always going to be a horse that Munns is going to take on because Munns is not a big Melbourne form to Sydney and also the, the long break, obviously the other query there. But on ratings and, and whatnot, I mean, he's clear top pick. He's got a ratings profile that has about four or five ratings that are, that are clear of this field. And I just think he's the one with all the upside here, isn't he? I mean, King of Sparta, with all due respect to him, he's been taking on winter horses. He's won a Bletchingly where... Pretty much every horse out of the race has come out and been average since. Um, he can overdo things. He's ran with records, nothing flash. And, I mean, you go back earlier, this preparation with him, and he was beating two lengths at Eagle Farm. I know it was first up, but, um, you know, there was a prime candidate beat him home there. So he just doesn't have the depth of form for mine. And, and then you've got a horse that's won seven from nine. J-Max right in the 55. Uh, his run in the Wangoom was just like, I'm so much better than you, but you just got me on an off day where um, first up in a year and a half on a heavy heavy track with a big weight, um, that was that was that run screamed. And all his other form, he should have been unbeaten prior to that. He, he's only defeating WA, he should have walked in. And, and he's got a turn of speed, he's got no weight on his back. I, I can see people wanting to take him on, but when I look at it, I go, well, they want to make a bit of a statement here as well if they want to be contesting some uh, good races later on. He is the one that, for me, has just got a little bit too much upside for these, so I'm, pr I'm pretty keen on him. I do concede 280s getting, you know, getting skinny enough, but, um, yep, gate one, but you've got the right jockey, don't you, to get out of that position. He gets out of it nine times out of ten. So, for me, I've got to be with him. I, I had little plays on special reward and, and chat out wide. John Thompson, very bullish about mm. chat. And I talked about that first up record with the stable and I just think special reward. Another one that Chris Lees was quite bullish about can settle much closer. I thought his run first up was great from a wide gate where he had to go back. So for me, I'm against King of Sparta um, and I'm showmanship and, and just little specs out wide, those two. I think um, Brad Gray um, was with special reward. Darren, I had a text earlier at, at his big odds. I mean, uh, can a rocketing buy come on from the other day? Is, does he fit in here anywhere? Well, he could be the, the, the big improver. I'm just not sure where he's at. I was very anti him uh, first up. I thought his trials were, were quite substandard and... He, he probably didn't run too badly, uh, given that he, how far he, he got back and worked home well. He could be the big improver here today, rocketing by. Um, now I've heard uh, Brad's negative remarks about King of Sparta. I, he's, I'm, I'm starting to worry a little bit. As I said, it's a race I wasn't keen to bet on. because I, make, I put special reward in as the third pick because I think he'll get such so much better run uh, today than he did uh, when resuming there in the in the missile. And uh, <clears throat> you've also got me having a look here at chat, although Roundwick's never been his track, but mm. uh, I, I just sense there could be something outside the market uh, prevailing here. 
Um, sorry. How's it going? No, yeah, going, yeah, race two on the card. Um, we've had a, mm. uh, a few questions in relation to Mom Felicity this morning. That was a dead set horror show last week. Uh, there was a couple of unlucky runners in the race, but you wouldn't get worse than it. The pain stable is flying. Uh, it's 340, but Strawberry Rock, is, according to the markets, a match in two. Um, even though So United's at that 340 quote, it doesn't hold anywhere near the amount of money. Uh, how'd you see it? Well, they're never going to be the horses I'll back Mom Felicity, because it's too obvious. And, and when they're too obvious, they get overplayed next time out. And, like, yes, you probably should have won, but let's let's be honest, it's a, it's a race that was a few lengths inferior to what She's meeting today. She goes 1,800 to, to 2,400. She's probably a stayer, so I'm not too worried about that. But for me, I think she's coming out of a much weaker race, and I've got to be against her slightly because of the obvious nature of that last time out. So United, for me, I just think he's he's the one that's been a little bit forgotten here. I mean, he's at the right sort of price. He's tough. He's on pace. He fought hard the other day. He'll be better for the run at 2,400. And I'll lean his way. I mean, we've got to remember with Strawberry Rock, it was beaten three lengths by Farago the other day. Yes, it was a strongly run race, but it was $26 as well. It's not like it was a $2.50 chance. So that screams to me wasn't expected to do that. And a lot of the time those horses are regressed a little bit next time. They can go on, sure. But um, I don't know if I'd be taking that short price about it off for 26 SP last time. So I've, just focused, I've just focused on two horses here, Mon Felicity and uh, So United. So United was so brave when headed by Cardre de Noir last time and just kept fighting on and looks to get the soft lead. But with Mon Felicity, when she won the, the midway race uh, first up over a mile, that was a, that was a really big win on the day, uh, the way the, the track was playing. And so as her distances increase, I, I want to be on her. And I think it was very clear, had she got the run last time at at Rose Hill last Saturday, I think she would have won that. But I like the fact she's stepping up to a mile and a half. So I want to go with her. Mon Felicity over So United, and they were the only two I was interested in. Okay. Darren, do you think we'll get a track upgrade today? Um, possible. I, I know those big storms that came through Sydney last night, they pretty much missed Randwick. I mm. think they only, only got about half a mil out of that. And um, I think it was a soft pie prior to that storm coming through. So it's possible. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that, that weather's starting. It's starting to get a bit warmer, isn't it? Um, just quickly, mm. Darren, you've got two texts here through about Yee Yee in the Premier's Cup and hinged in the in the big one. Just a quick comment on both of those. Oh, not really Yee Yee, man. And uh, <laughs> uh, I, I know Ron Duffus, he made one of his better bets on the program here today, Yee Yee. Be ridden there in a, in a midfield position. But I think Lord Ardmore's the, the one there. I think Chalk Stream on a drier track today will be the big improver. I liked um, a trial I saw last week by Chalk Stream, and I think... Because all the runs are on the very heavy track so far. And uh, as far as Hinged is concerned, oh, I, I think she'd be looking for further than this. Yeah, I, I agree, Re Hinged and on Yee Yee. I get it because he was so strong the other day and, and now maps to be five lengths closer. Um, but it's Yee Yee and he's very hard to trust mm. at the same time. We, uh, we have time for one more race before we let yeah. you guys go. Uh, Hurls, you want to focus on race 10, yeah, the last of the day here? This was this has been a brood of a market all the way through. Yeah, that's exactly why I wanted to have a have a look at it and uh, and get the thoughts of Darren and also Brad because it's a fair income head scratcher. Pizarro and Zarastro are joint favourites at 460 and they've hovered around that price today, although no, Pizarro's actually went up 550 early doors 
Arbitration's 5.50 to 6. 6 to 7 lakhs per run. There's no significant inward push here and the market suggests that as well. They're spreading their love around. Hurls from Booker Bay asks uh, Brad that Burning Crown has obviously was off the scene for quite a while. It was a huge run in an open um, first up at Grafton mm. and then you know, possibly the, the old second up syndrome um, after such a long layoff doesn't have. Uh, well, no, it has one on the soft. What, what did you think of it? Well, oh, it's, a, it's a big price, but it's actually been spec today too, thirty-one to twenty-three. Yeah, he wouldn't be the first horse not to handle Legal Farm either, and actually had him in the quaddy this morning and took him out last minute. So it probably adds to your chances there too, girls. <laughs> but um, I, I'll, I'll never use an NRL analogy ever again. But I've done the old. One minute to go, other side of the field, Davidson by himself trying to zigzag through the whole field here to score a try to win the game, right, for the... Well, who will go? The Parramatta Eels? Are I don't you know. equating yourself to rugby league? Baby, <laughs> I am, right? I am. Oh, right. With my muscles as well. So remember that. It's very unlikely. But what I'm saying is I'm having, a, I'm, having, I'm having a go here <laughs> and I'm going to try to score that unlikable try in number one, Cisco Bay. At Big Tigers Ons. near recruit. Tigers near recruit. Cisco Bay. Uh, used one. to be one of Joyce's now, old horses, well, uh, this Cisco horse, Bay. Yeah, he flies fresh. That's one thing about him. I would, if it was 1,400 metres, I'd be really keen. 1,200's an obvious concern. But he won first up two preps to go at Ramwick 1400 right? and then first up last prep it was a mile at Newcastle but he never got out the whole straight he should have won easily and this produces subsequent group one winner in Weddor they'll go back today I spoke to Sterling Alexio during the week and I said am I off the money he said horse is flying horse is going great guns um, we expect him to run on. We would have preferred 1,400, sure, but there was nothing around. Uh, he, they think he'll run a cheeky race, and if they if they can just run along up front, I think he's a little cheeky chance in a, in a very open race. Number one, Cisco Bay. Down. All right. Well, given uh, that news, I'll keep an eye on him. Uh, sounds like he might be a good bet next time he goes around Cisco Bay. Uh, Zarastro, he's the one I'm, I'm quite keen on here. I've always had a... A lot of time for this guy, but now that he's been gelded, once again it was a, a sharp trial leading up to this, um, and they've been ducking and weaving trying to find the right race, and today's the day uh, that they're ready to let him go, so Zarastro. From May Rose, um, I've always had a lot of time for her, and I think her trial suggested she's ready to go first up here, May Rose, and she's only had the two preparations and has won and was just beaten in both those preps. And my roughie for the race, probably the longest price horse I'm putting in the tips on the carb is the, the one just mentioned there at the start. I thought his first up run in the Kirby was great burning crown, and I thought he might be uh, one of very few leaders in this race. For a 1,200-metre race, I couldn't see that much speed, and I thought burning crown could be the one. Ooh. So I put it in the numbers and had a little bet on it a few days ago at the $41. But I do like Sarastro from May Rose, Burning Crown. Of course, Pizarro's got to be considered a chance. Hugh Bowman back in the saddle uh, this time on Pizarro. And, and Hugh does have the best uh, record, this preparation, on that horse. I thought, uh, I thought Conrad was good the other day, gents. He, he got a race that was set up for him, I will concede, and it was on a wet track. But he's always promised something, hasn't he? And one thing about the uh, the stable, the war yard, is, is just continue to improve horses and get the best out of them. So with the right jockey, Nash aboard, I'm not saying no. Yes. That was the day Canterbury became a swoopers track. Mm. It's changed a bit, hasn't it? It's gone from uh, real <laughs> fence to, to evening up, which is, you know... The rail's been out the last couple of meetings too, I think. Yeah, normally Does that doesn't not? matter too yeah. much with a drawing track. But anyway, it's, it's, it's nice to see not be that sort of, you know, real fence spice of late. 
Alright, we have a, a debauchery quiz to get through, guys, so we might wind it down. Thanks to all those who text in. Thanks for all of those who want to have a bet in today's Behind the Gates. We'll come back to Hurl shortly to finalise things there, but Darren, if you can just recap for your listeners, your best and value today, and if you have, have any quality numbers written down there today. Uh, my best is race four, number four, Opacity, back to the right trip now, blinkers on, and value race seven, number three, for Toos with her outstanding fresh record and her great record of the distance. In the quaddy, race seven, three for Toos, needless to say, three along with uh, five, Shemaya and uh, ten, Zapateo. In race eight, this is the race... Uh, wasn't really too confident here in the wing stakes. So I have to put Mawunga in, number one, with a great fresh record. Three Animo, five Halal, going off at a very attractive price. Eight Forbidden Love and ten Fangirl. In race nine, I'll go with Willinga Beast in secret, but this could be the trappy race, five and seven. And in race ten, uh, three Pizarro, five Zarastro and seven Mayrose, three, five, seven. So uh, that's the best uh, opacity for two, and the quaddy. Good on you, Darren. Nice, clear day, the outside broadcast van, I can see plenty of blue mm. sky, a little, a little darker down south, but for the moment, it's beautiful here at Ramming, looks like. Best I believe the, eight, and the ATC now have got uh, some new equipment up and running, giving you minute-by-minute uh, minute updates on uh, wind direction, wind speed, and uh, and, and rainfall as well. Uh, I think Just that, another thing uh, to blame if you can't find a winner. <laughs> Yeah, yes, exactly, but <laughs> it's certainly going to be of great assistance those days when we do get rain during a meeting. It is. Good on you, Darren. Good calling today. Okay, cheers. Thanks, guys. Okay, you call the wing stakes. You call all the races today. Bradwell, you're here. We might grab your best and value. Any any quality numbers for today, for wing stakes day, Brad? Yeah, nice to see that initiative with the ATC. Uh, good to see wind being part of a factor. I remember when I started talking about it three years ago on Sky, I was being laughed at, and now we've got that, which is Brad, great because Brad, it's actually you, a factor. Brad, I can tell you, in my days working for Gay Waterhouse, which weren't that long a stint, but she was always yeah. one to to want to know where the wind's at and what the wind's doing on a race yep. course. Well, there's a reason cyclists get in the slip lane um, because it helps you. So uh, it's the same with horses. But um, anyway, um, best bet today, I've gone with race five, number six, showmanship, narrowly over race six, number three, Lord Ardmore, and the best value, race seven, number three for Deuce. Uh, Quaddy, numbers for me today, three, nine, ten, and 13 in the first leg, one, three, five, and 10 in the second leg, 5, 7 and 15, throwing in Mayoshi there in the third leg and 1, 3, 7, 9 and 13 to bring us home. Did you have a good thing in Melbourne today, Brad? Um, I've gone with uh, Fajita Sand there, which is, what is it, race 5, number 5. I, I love, love this two runs last preparation. I think he gets a low draw. I think it might be a little bit fencing run there for a bit at the Valley today and then maybe even out late, but I think he's uh, a little bit better than them. I, I, I like him and I think he might go on to some better things at 14, 16, this prep. Good man. We'll talk during the week, Brad, and if not, we'll do it again next Saturday morning for Behind the Gates. Give Thanks. them all strength. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Good on you, Brad Davidson. On the big stage there with Andrew Martin and David Gately. Sky Racing one for the day. Hurls, just five minutes to impl- uh, make your investments and place your bets if you'd like to for the Behind the Gates multi. And just repeating, Opacity, Showmanship, Lord Ardemore, and In Secret, all to run top four. A $5 price there. You, as you said, you've got five minutes. Get on and you go to 
Sports, today's offers, and it's labelled behind the gates multi. Uh, Jockey's challenge today, all the rage, J-Mac at $1.45, Hugh Bowman at $5, $7 for Willie Pint, $9 for Rachel King, $41 or better for the remainder. I just, uh, two things before I go, Rich, uh, races one to four today, Ramwick, Mooney Valley and Doombin, place a win bet using your tab account on your first tote win bet, and your horse runs second or third, you get a bonus bet back up to $50. I didn't want to avoid this question on the text line. It's from uh, Pittsburgh Phil. Uh, great show, boys. Can the boys uh, tell the punters how much they are holding on certain horses? It gives the punters some idea. I would be in the unemployment line if I was to reveal that. I am unable to. What I do endeavour to do is give you the percentage and sort of who's holding the most on each and every runner. And also, if you are tuning into Sky One and Thoroughbred Central, we do uh, show any big bets that are displayed. But uh, yeah, that's that's the situation there. And you probably hear me often say, you know, this thing is off the back of money, or it's not off the back of money. So it's market opinion. So um, yeah, I just wanted to clarify that in case you know we're always upfront, but it's not a matter of avoiding. It's just um, yeah, it's confidentiality. We're not allowed to uh, reveal that, Rich. Thank you, Hell. See you during the week. Good on you, mate. Andrew Hurley with uh, the Behind the Gates segment. Thank you, gents, and thanks for all of those who joined in. Four minutes to 11. It's quiz time. The Paul Ambrosoli de Bordley Wines quiz. Paul, hello to you. A very good morning to you, Richard. Good morning, everybody. Yes, hopefully you can find a winner this afternoon and find a winner right now. The phone number that you will ring to enter the quiz is 135353. And all we need is somebody to give the correct answer. The first person through doing that will win a twin pack of Windy Peak wine from De Bortoli. And, of course, you know, when you walk into a liquor store and you see the name De Bortoli on the label, you know that it's a quality wine and you know they've been around for 100 years making those quality wines. So now we're looking for the answer to today's quiz. OK, let's have a look at the program. And it's, it's, it's the group day because we've got... The show county quality, we've got the Premier's Cup, the toy show quality, of course, the Winx and the Silver Shadow. Now, this is not a hard, this is not hard to find, but that smarty pants called Simon Harrison is a thing. He, he just kills me, does Simon Harrison. You know, he says sort of, you know, my, my researcher, so, so to speak, and he just knows everything. I, I ran this past him, he said, oh, yeah, that's ba-da-da-da-da. And I thought, fair dick, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm out of business here. So the thing here is that it's the, it's the group day. And, of course, the Wink Stakes is there. And if I said to you, Richard, how old is the Wink Stakes? You'd say a few years old when Winch was racing. Well, in fact, the Wink Stakes today celebrates a 99th year birthday. The Wing Stakes has been around for 99 years, formerly known, of course, as the Warwick Stakes. You've often heard me say, if you don't have a history, you don't have a future. Well, 99 years this race has been running for, and as a consequence, it's part of this this morning's question, and it's not hard to find. Now, the Wing Stakes used to be known as, uh, well, well, it used to be known as the Warwick Stakes. I want to know the connection between the Wink Stakes and the Silver Shadow Stakes. There is a definite connection between today's Wink Stakes and the Silver Shadow Stakes. What is the, the connection between the two? 
Okay? First person through gets the prize. Did you say you know the answer there, Richard? No, but... Ha- <laughs> Yeah. I, I'm I'm trying to work it out, and I'm sure our listeners are also trying to work it out. And I can also tell you that um, uh, the team back in the studio are also trying to well, work the, the answer out of the question because I'm not sure they've been provided the answer just yet. Well, the Winks Stakes was formerly the Warwick Stakes. Yeah. And it's gone from being the Warwick Stakes to the Winks Stakes. Right? That's as simple as that. And the Warwick Stakes was around, as I said, if it was known as the Warwick Stakes today, it would be 99 years old. I want to know the connection between the Winx slash Warwick Stakes, I'm practically giving it away saying that, and the Silver Shadow Stakes. It's a very simple connection between the pair. And I thought, I looked at it and I thought, I can't believe that. And, cause, and, and, and that was the, uh, when I found it, I said, well, that's, that's a, that, that is a strange one. Well, not a strange one, it was just a bit of a coincidence. What's the coincidence? What's the link between the two? Uh-huh. I can give you the link between your hand and a glass and a bottle, the link there is debordly wine. You want a windy peak? Pour it out. That's the yeah. link because you, yeah. you've got a, you've got a quality wine, and uh, of course here you've got a group race. Well, it's a group one wine, windy peak, fitting fifteen dollars or something for a bottle. You get change out of it. Yes, we're going. We've got to win. Uh, uh, we're just going to put you on hold for a second because um, you might you, you're going to have to tell. Um, Grant and Steve the answer to the question because if they know the answer, yes, they they can tell the listeners or the people that ring in whether they're right or wrong. Because right at the moment, Grant Stephen, and Steve do not Stephen's know the got, answer. Stephen Stephen's got the answer there, obviously enough. But did he drop the paper that he had it written on? <laughs> <laughs> we have we have a winner. We, we have a winner. We do have a winner. Someone's come through just at the right time here. Oh, but that's okay. That's okay. As long as we've got a winner, it's very simple. The Warwick Stakes was run as a group as a group race, and it was a, highlighted uh, to a group one race called the Wing Stakes. Then you've got the Daly Silver Shadow Stakes. If you go back to 1975, you'll find that there's a horse called Silver Shadow, which won the Winx slash Warwick Stakes. And that's the connection between the two. Silver Shadow won a Warwick Stakes, which is now known as the Winx Stakes. Unreal. You've got to find these things. I'm not going to just... We're just going to give everybody a chance. Of You've got to work to get it. Who won it? Well, J- John's the winner. Now, where's John from again? Is it... Uh, is it... How's that spelled? C-K. John from Curie Bay. Is that in WA? Not sure. Well, we we have had winners from Western Australia. C C A R E Y Kerry Bay. John from yeah. Kerry Bay is the winner. Kerry John from Kerry Bay. That, that, Central I, Coast. I, I, Central Coast is it? Central Coast. Central Coast of New South Wales, not Western yeah. Australia. No, there's a Kerry Bay in WA. Kerry oh, Bay is is on the central coast. So okay, well, John's the man today. We, we won't send it to Western Australia. <laughs> we do have some WA <laughs> listeners. Oh, we have plenty of them. We're, as I said, we've we've uh, we've uh, sent wine over to WA in the past for, for winners and what have you. So that's good. Okay, John. But that was the connection. That's all I was asking. The connection was just a little bit left of centre this morning. Silver Shadow won the Warwick Stakes in 1975 and that was the connection between the pair, okay? Beautiful. Good on you, Paul. Test does it. 
Everybody's <laughs> saying that it is. He's just being asked a question that's too hard. No. I, I honestly thought one of the, some of our computer experts who uh, who often win uh, would have come through, but that's not John and Carey Bay. Good on you, John. Have a pleasant day. Back, back plenty of winners. Enjoy the company of your friends over the weekend and enjoy it even better with a glass of Windy Peak. Thank you, Richard. Good on you, Paul. Paul Ambrosoli with the Debordelli quiz. We might head to a short break here on Racing HQ Saturday, trading places on the other side. G'day, this is Dave Stanley. We're all set for our Kosciuszko tour of country New South Wales. We're going to be live at some venues. We're live at Mwoolambar's Riverview Hotel on Tuesday, August 23. The Goulburn Soldiers Club on Thursday, August 25th. And the William Barra Hotel in Wagga Wagga on Friday, August 26th. Look out for our bright blue van on a highway near you. Join us for Racing HQ's Kosciuszko tour on Sky Sports Radio. Experience the thrill of racing on Tab Everest Day at Royal Randwick. The Kosciuszko, the world's richest country, races back and gives you the chance to win a share in $2 million in prize money. To enter, buy a $5 Kosciuszko ticket at your local or on the Tab app. The Kosciuszko. Tickets on sale now. Entry open in New South Wales residents only. Visit thecosiosco.com.au for details. Racing New South Wales authorised under New South Wales permit number GOCSC 1051. Gamble responsibly. Call gamblers at 1-800-858-858. When I was young, I was fascinated by nature. The animals, bugs, plants, the earth, and everything in between. Now, with a few degrees under my belt, I'm using the same love of nature to help solve our most mysterious crimes. I'm forensic biologist Dr. Paula Magni. Find out where your fascination could take you by getting involved in National Science Week. Visit the website to find an event near you. Racing HQ, it's Trading Places with Tab's senior trader, Tim Ryan. Five past 11, they're being saddled up for the highway. Let's get stuck into it and hear what the Tab thinks about the day's racing. Senior trader, Tim Ryan, joins us as always. G'day, Tim. Bring on Wing Stakes Day. Yeah, good morning, Richard. Yeah, great to have Group 1 Racing back in Sydney. Beautiful day today. Um, and surely we get a good track at some stage and to the punters out there, I'm very confident. Pretty fair track today. Let's dive in. Let's get stuck in here, Tim. Race one, the highway not far away. Um, Bandy's boy, number five, 330 favourite. Participator next best at 480 and then $5. About number seven, Optimo. Double figures the remainder. Yeah, playing a pretty straight bat in the first, the highway. Bandy's boy, um, look, it has better than highway format. Won a, a two-year-old handicap um, at Randwick. Um, so that sets him up well for a highway, I guess if you're trying hard to find a negative, if that was on a heavy track and maybe it's down the fast lane that day. So, But still, it's you know it's got good form for a highway. And you look at the second participator, it started very short in the highway. Last prep was very good there. That was a strong highway. Um, so look, they both tick a lot of boxes, these, these two picks. I suppose maybe they're drawn a little bit awkward, but I, I think that they should get their chance. Optimo, third pick there, $5. It, it, was really stiff in a highway two back and then was good enough in a race in Queensland last start. So, look, those three picks, I, I think they fight it out. I can't really come into anything outside of them. But if you put a gun to my head, I'd probably suggest that maybe participators should be a little bit shorter and Bandy's boy a little bit longer. Uh, but playing a pretty straight back in the highway, we'll just watch him run around. 
Let's go to race number two, mile and a half the journey here, benchmark 78. Uh, and the top of the market is tab number two, Strawberry Rock, Mont Felicity at 340, so United at 350. Then out to $8 about number three, Impulsar for race two, Tim. Yeah, this is another race I've got down to three chances, and as the top three in betting, I uh, have to respect the Kieran Mara. David used to stable when they bring these stayers to Sydney. Uh, we saw them get the chocolates with J-Mac on a fortnight ago with Kadra de Noir. Um, so they would have a good line on what's required to win in Sydney. Um, so no real pot on Strawberry Rock other than the 280 is just that little bit skinny. So uh, I'll look to push towards around that $3, maybe a little bit longer mark. Uh, but I do have plenty of respect for it. I want it to be against Mon Felicity, the second pick. Um, the 1,800 to the 2,400 metres fourth up, I think, is a query. Um, I think that... It, look, it was stiff last week, but it raced in the best part of the track for most of that race. Um, and, you know, it, it had to have something to give it the finish. And although it was a bit stiff, I, I doubt that form line. So against Mon Felicity, so United, personally, I have favourite. I think it's the rock solid one. It's got going to get the map favours. It'll lead, um, and it took all of James McDonald's efforts on Kadra Du Noir to run it down a fortnight ago. So it's rock solid. But yeah, I do respect Strawberry Strawberry Rock in Polestar. Um, yeah, I couldn't couldn't come into it. So uh, slight leaning towards the United in race two. Let's go to race number three, the Midway, benchmark 72 over the mile. Pretty open market. has number one, Bazooka, as a $4.40 favourite. Number 17, My Truth, firm enough in the market here. Spring, Anthony always has something there to fire. 550 about My Truth. Bubba, 650. Scorch Land, 650. Bella Violet, a few people tipping around the place today at $8. Yeah, Bazooka, we saw a win a Midway two weeks ago. Um, current price, 440. I think that's about right for it. Um, if it was any shorter, I'd be happy to lay it. If it was any longer, I'll probably keep it safe. But um, back back in 200 metres with the blinkers on, I don't think it would be too much of a worry. James McDonald on. So it's rock solid. My truth, you mentioned, it's been the firmer. $8 to five fifty since Wednesday. And a little bit wary of it. Um, it's the one on the way up. It's the three-year-old. It was very good winning. That can be made. And so no real pop there. Other than I went up a little bit longer on Wednesday. I wanted to be against the next few in the market. Booba, uh, I think, is better suited in provincials. Scorchland, I think, is a bush horse that's been overbet. Um, I'm looking for one to keep a little bit safe at longer odds. Adios Steve thought it was good in that highway, uh, that midway behind Bazooka a fortnight ago up on the pace. And it'll probably appreciate the step back to 1600. But um, open highway, I suppose Bazooka's the pick. But, you know, nothing would really surprise Let's go on to our next race here at Ramwick today. And uh, race four we go to now is a benchmark 78 over the mile. Uh, the current tab fixed market has number five, Niffler, at $3.80. Number eight, Casino Kid, four twenty. Apacity, Darren Flindell's best of the day at five fifty. Then out to Bold Mac, eight fifty. Equation there at $9. Tim, how do you see race four? Yeah, I see a favourite. I'm willing to keep a little bit safe here in Niffler. Uh, wasn't suited with the drop back from 1,800 to 1,300 last start. Got back in a slowly run race, hit the line really well. Barrier 2 today, J-Mac on. It's going to get the run of the race just in behind the speed. And it's going to look the winner at some stage. Um, and it's the one I'm going to keep safe. Casino Kid, I'll be a bit against. Um, just mainly due to its racing style. The race without a lot of pace, it's going to be a long way back. And it's going to be spotting Niffler a start. So, look, I have those two faves a little bit further apart than... The market does currently, 
Um, you mentioned Dave Frindell, quite liked opacity. Hard to miss its run last week. Um, was very good against the bias there at Rose Hill. In saying that, it was 25 to 1 there. I thought I found it putting up $8 on Wednesday, and it's, it's kind of firmed every day. So 550 while I like it, it was a struggle to get it much shorter than that. Um, you've got Boldmax, fourth pick there, um, fourth pick, and Equation, fifth pick. I concede some hopes, but Niffler, I'll keep a little bit safe, race four. Let's go to race five. The first of our features is the Group 3 Moston Copper Show County Quality. Group 3, 1,200 metres. Showmanship sits there at 280 fixed. Um, then we have number two, King of Sparta, uh, at 310. And they kind of have it between them here. Number nine, Prime Candidate, $8. Electric Girl, $8.50 for the first of the Group 3s, Tim. Yep, and we're going to make Showmanship delay of the day today. The punters get some money in your tab account. Take us on. Look, put up $6 on Wednesday. That was a mistake. Um, they saw me coming. I think the O'Brien camp, I, I had a look. I saw Damien Oliver booked to ride it in Melbourne. No jockey in Sydney. We put up the markets at 10.30. I just assumed it wasn't running. 12 o'clock, the jockey bookies came out and J-Mac was on and I thought, oh, no. Anyway, it's firmed every day. It got into a short at $2.15. We're now at 2 dollars Best price anywhere in the country at that price. If you want to have a bet on showmanship, you need to have a bet with Tab. Um, look, my point on it is just the fact it's got no recent form. Um, it had that long time off with injury. You go back to its older form, its benchmark form, its some lowly listed races in Melbourne. Um, then it ran third in a one-groom handicap at, at Warrnambool. All that time off, spotting some okay horses here, fitness that's going to get back on the right in the ruck, on the rails. I, th- I can find enough spots to get it. I think it should be a lot longer than its current quote. Let's just say that. Um, King of Sparta, second pick there, 310. Personally, I think it should be favourite, but I get the punters are showing away from it. It is a little bit of an inconsistent conveyance. The third pick prime candidate, I'm keeping very, very safe. Um, it led up in the missile stakes a fortnight ago. Um, and I'm looking to keep a lot of runners out of that missile stakes pretty safe this week. It's one of them, drops it a lot in the weight, and with the scratching of Embracer, it's going to get a picnic in front of your prime candidate. So I'm going to keep it very safe, but showmanship, delay the day. Race six is the Premier's Cup this afternoon, Group 3, 2,000 metres, where Laura, Lord Ardmore is a pretty firm 290 favourite. Yeah, he's flying Lord Ardmore, but I'll just take a little risk with him today. We're just out to 290 now. I think we're close to the top price of the market there. Um, look, he's in great form. He maps perfectly. Yeah, he's going to be hard to beat again, but I just feel that this is his toughest test to date, and he's just starting to get up in the weights just that little bit. So just a small risk, Lord Ardmore. So much the Bears been really well back this morning, $8 into $5, and look, I get it, because it's, it's the one with the different form line. A lot of these runners in this race come out of that race behind Lord Ardmore, whereas it comes out of the crosstalk form line. Um, but in saying that, I don't like its map, because it's going to have to sit outside the lead. Grove Ferry is your leader, um, and I think it's the horse to really challenge the favourite here. Um, I think it's a lot better set up than it was last start. It's going to leave for a long way, Grove Ferry. So it's the one to keep safe. Yee's been well back to a week. And I can see it. it's going to be a good chance. Um, barrier 2, $7.50, I'd give it a hope. But, yeah, Lord Ardmore, slight risk. Grove Ferry, the one to keep safe. 
race seven, the Laurel Oak Toy Show quality. Nice group of fillies and mares here. Group three, 1100 metres. And Zapateo is a $2.80 favourite. Jamea, $5. Boom Nova at $5.50. Baluchi Babe talking a missile form at $8. Yeah, interesting race, this competitive. And the first of, you know, there's three races in a row here where you've got all these first uppers and it's just really, it's really hard work putting them all together, lining up which ones are ready today and which ones will probably need the run. But Zapatero's been well-backed all week. I put her up favourite um, and she's firm pretty much every day of the week. Um, she got into a short as about 250, 260 this morning, pushed her out to 310 and they took the 310 now to 80. So punters already told me what price was too big and that was that 310 quote saying that I'll have to just risk it just a little bit um, just because it's such a competitive mares race mate I give good respect to Jamea Boomdover's going to race up on the pace and Bluchy Bay like you mentioned comes out at missile stakes just forget about it I'm going to keep it very safe today um, Bluchy Bay I think it'll be a big improver so uh, who, who are you keeping it safest there? Bluchy Bay Okay, Bellucci, babe. Rightio, let's uh, get on to our feature this afternoon. Race 8 is the Wink Stakes. Group 1 weight for age, 1,400 metres. Um, Animo is there as the $2.50 fixed favourite. Mawanga at $5. Forbidden Love, no one really talking about her. She's a six fifty fangirl, pretty solid at $7. How's the business here and what do you think you'll do? Can I talk about Forbidden Love? Gee, I'm, I'm quite keen on her today. I know nobody else, everyone else has written her off. Um, but I am going to keep her very, very safe today. She comes out of that missile stakes form. She had a tough run. She's the fit horse here. She maps to go to the front. She's going to get a picnic. She's the one that they're all going to have to run down. So, look, she's going to be my best way. Um, and I'll be happy enough to keep it in myself if no one wants to back her. Um, Animo, he's the um, name on everyone's lips. Sits there as a 250 chance. He got in a bit shorter than that. Um, what am I going to do with him today? Look, I want to risk him a little bit, but I don't want to go silly risking him just because the barrier one, he's probably going to lob on Forbidden Love's back. And if I think that she's the chance, he's going to get the right card into the race. Um, and he's going to look the one to run her down at some stage. So 250, I think that's around about his right price. Um, I could see him trading a bit shorter. I could see him trading a bit longer, but 250 is for the moment. And I think we're top price in the market at that quote. Longer there is a $5 chance. He's been really well backed all week. A little bit surprised. I just wasn't convinced that he's going as well as he is, uh, as well as he was when he won the race last year, and he's going to be behind Animo in the run. So a little bit against Mawonga. Fangirl's been well backed all week. I can see she might be the improver of the four-year-olds. And one to keep safe at longer odds, Halal, another one coming out of the missile stakes where he just got too far back. Deep, deep race. Race nine, we go to now the Dali Silver Shadow Group 2, three-year-old fillies, 1,200 metres. We're in secret. He's 360, Willinga Beast, $5, and number four, Queen of the Board, 950. And on the text line this morning, Tim, a stack of people making cases for girls here at bigger odds. This is a great race. Yeah, great race. It's impossible, really, um, to come up with a clear thought on on you know, which fillies have improved, which ones have held their form, which ones have maybe gone backwards. It really is really tough. And from a book-breaking perspective, I'm just going to keep it pretty simple. I'm going to take on in secret. Uh, I know she's unbeaten, um, but I have my doubts about what she beat at Scone and at Hawkesbury. Uh, and maybe she's a little bit priced on hype rather than what she's actually done. So I'll take her on, but I'll, look, I'm not going to go crazy laying her and I don't, think that she'll start too much longer than her current quote. 
I'll lay Willinga Beast too, the second pick, $5. Seems just a little bit short for it. Um, I've got it marked a little bit longer. So I'll lay the favourite. I'll get something out of the second pick and I'll just hope for a rough result here. What's it going to be? I'm not quite sure. Um, Queen of the ball. Maybe I'll keep it a little bit safe. I like it on a dry track. Um, and I concede hopes to Wolverine at longer odds and midnight in Tokyo. Uh, but like, there's lots of chances. Nothing would really surprise. You look, the roughest horse in the, in the market, Mayoshi, $31. It beat a horse by the name of Afcabin that went to Melbourne and, and walked in. So there's angles everywhere. Good luck if you're having a bet. I normally... Um uh, tweet out your thoughts on these races, Tim. I'm going to leave that race alone. <laughs> Benchmark well, you, can, you can say that I'll take on in secret, but as far as what I'm going to keep safe, I've got no real idea. All right. I, like I said, I'm, I'm not touching it. Race <laughs> 10, benchmark 78, 1,200 metres, and we finish off uh, here. Equal $4.60 favourites, Pizarro number three, and number five is Arastra. Equal favourites in an open race. Yeah, tricky race. A race that I don't have a lot of confidence about, Pizarro, I suppose, is probably your rightful favourite. Started short in a Saturday race a couple of weeks ago. Maybe had a few things against. I'll probably give it another chance. Arastro's interesting. Being elded on its best form, didn't give this a real shake. It, you know, it went on its best form. So just hard to know where its head's at. Um, you know, it raced quite fiercely in that in that barrier trial. So bit of a wait and see with Arastro. I suppose if you want to back it, wait and see. If the money is for it late, then... It might just be better than him. Arbitration, I want it to be against. Conrad, I want it to be against. Just off midweek form, likes the run. I concede a chance. She has some form around some better ones last prep, but tough race for last. Showmanship lay of the day, Tim. Download the tab app by the sounds of things. Yeah, that's for sure. Showmanship, where top odds about. It's our lay of the day, but look, where top odds about. A lot of runners there at the moment. A lot of the Godolphin ones, Animo, uh, In Secret, uh, Zapateo. Um, we're very competitive today and keen to take on plenty of fights. Good on you, Tim. Have a good day. Thanks, Richard. Tim Ryan will speak uh, next Saturday with Tim Ryan on trading places. So there you go. What a day. So many twists and turns with these races to, to play out. Uh, spring and the Sydney Everest Carnival is well and truly here. They're racing at Murray Bridge in South Australia today. Not, uh, nine races to get through. And, uh, of course, we're not too far away from race number one here at, uh, at Ramwick. They'll be in the yard. They're probably in the yard already for the Tab Highway from my outside broadcast van. All I can see is a big brick wall right here, and the horses would be on the other side of that. So... Um, Big thanks to all of our guests who joined us this morning. Simon Harrison is not too far away to uh, take you into um, the afternoon of racing here on Sky Racing 1. We'll take a break here on uh, Racing HQ Saturday and back with more. Saturday morning rolls around again and we give you the chance of winning a twin pack of De Bortley wine. Yes. If you've been in a car accident and it's not your fault, you've got rights. I didn't know that. Yes, you have a legal right to a car similar to the one you were driving. Just call Right to Drive right where you are. They'll arrange an accident loan car to be delivered to your door. It'll keep you on the road until your car's ready to be picked up from the repairers. And it's at no cost to you. I didn't know that either. 
So if you've had an accident with another car that's not your fault, remember, righttodrive.com.au. Conditions apply. Who's got a great offer to get you into it? Hey, John, how long have you been using radio advertising to promote Nobby Kitchens? Look, I can't remember a time that we weren't using radio. And would you say you built your brand on radio? Absolutely. We've tried so many different forms of media and we just find radio gives us the best reach and the best results. Nobody but Nobby. <laughs> we can't sing a social post. Very true. <laughs> Discover the unlimited way Radio helps you reach new customers at commercialradio.com.au. Radio Unlimited. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tabs The Lock. Activate to get Tabs' best starting price, guaranteed. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. TNC Supply Gamble Responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the show, Murray Bridge Racing today. Pete Ellis on the line for a chat and the, the winners for the bridge today. G'day, Pete. Hello, Richard. How are you? Very well, thanks. Let's uh, let's get into this. And uh, we have a three-year-old maiden set weights, 1,000 metres to start the first of nine races. The congratulations, Jess and James engaged. And they are number three here, Kusu, a fifty-five favourite in race number one. Yeah, that does look like the winner has only had the two runs post on each occasion. Good solid effort first up there on the park circuit. So uh, if he can run the daily, he's certainly the one to beat. I've got uh, Lady Wairua, uh, the danger. Much improved over there at the bridge when uh, when runner-up. That was after a couple of runs on the synthetic in Victoria. And then um, we've got uh, what declared. It was fourth in debut. That was back in Feb. And uh, Lancelotto's trial-like case. So, but I'm with the favourite. Not John, short enough, but uh, does look the one. Uh, three, seven, one, and four. Race two, benchmark 78, 2,500 metres. The $3 favourite is number four, Manola. Yeah, I think the four, the winner probably comes from Victoria. Manola's been racing really well in stronger races. Uh, uh, probably should have got the money at Cram, but the pattern was against the pattern was in again against their, uh, him at uh, Sandown last night. Uh, so, Eustace. Uh, a winner from the back of Sandy, Lord Boozeron's always thereabouts in these races. And one of good odds, bare arms. Picked up Lake Round there uh, over the 2000 last time. I think that's 2500. Certainly suits a double figure. So um, 4, 2, 1, and 7. Race 3 at the bridge today. Benchmark 68 over the mile. Tab number 1, Yuri Royale, is your 310 favourite. 360 about number 2, Big Sue. Yeah, I'm just down the bottom. Uh, it's a tough race. So let's review. One, two uh, of its four starts, powered home to win there in a decent race there at Mildura when resuming. That was 14 to out to the 16. Uh, got Walker run with the dangers, always had good ability. Strong winner at sale, the uh, dog seat. And then the top two, Big Sue, uh, been in the Cronulla's Fast 3, all at Murray Bridge, and uh, Yuri Royale. Um, good solid win last night beating Big Sue, so they're obviously big chances. But um, with the uh, 8 to beat 7, 2 and 1. Race four, benchmark 60,000 metres. Might be a race in two, the market says. Five, speak no eagle at 290. Number seven, Night of Delight, 330. Yeah, they look to tell with Night of Delight. It's always showing good ability now with uh, Tom Dabernick at Warnable. Very impressive winning first up at uh, Twan Hill. I think she can make it two in a row. Speak no eagle uh, was a bridge winner on debut. Um, that was a fair while ago. That was back in September last year. So just keep an eye on the... Uh, on the betting there, I've got Hello Ladies going really well at the provincials and Kishida are a big guy's about $20. Just bound traffic as well as two runs, I think the clear running could uh, 
could be in the finish at, uh, at that price. Seven, five, one and eleven. Race five, the Tab Handicap, benchmark 78, 1,400 metres, $3.70, favourite resuming the top weight, number one eluding. Yeah, I'm with Ian Flynn to win to Jack, another one with good form in Victoria, uh, uh, second and a couple of fourths at Sandy in his last three runs. They're just in the slow part of the track there most recently behind Prison Move that goes round at the Valley a chance today, eluding. First up, the Sandown winner and a Fleming runner-up, and there's a winner first up as well, so a couple of pluses there, Mike Khalifa. Certainly beaten there in the parks. Appreciated getting onto the bigger track of the bridge last start and won easily. And Kingdom Wonder, she hasn't won for a couple of years, but uh, maybe looking for the 1400. It wasn't disgraced there in that uh, group three and behind uh, Eclipse Arena this most recent start. So I'm um, seven. One, eleven, and ten. Race six is a class one, 1400 metres. Number eight, Stadium of Light. Your 360 favourite. Just start number three. Yeah, mate. Uh, probably should have won both of runs. Very unlucky at uh, Balaclava. Flew home there. And again, last night behind Ziggy Rocks. Just uh, no galloping room in the straight at all. So good on the top. Got back against time to danger. Um, it's got four better races. Um, first up here. Dan's interesting run. It's got uh, some reasonable runs in France. So it's the first start in Australia. A few behind the betting. The Monte Porciano, a little bit disappointing the other day. Um, the drop back in distance base too because it was placed on at the park table the 14. Although it did have middle distance form last breath. I'm with um, 8, 6, 3 and 1. Race 7, benchmark 82,000 metres. Number 11, Wolflands is a 360 favourite. Yeah, it's a really good race. With Wolflands, uh, the Victorian, uh, very quick, uh, was successful at Cram, but their last out of the hillside just got run down the last little bit in a 64 there. Got no weight at that 59 there, down to 52 or so. Magic Max, a quality uh, four-year-old on his day, just to be fitted for that run in the lightning. Extra mile, just depends on the pattern. He's drawn wide, he'll go back to last. Chose time last night when they went one and got the money in another strike. That'll add. As good as everyone does like the bridge. Um, 11, 10, 9 and 7. Race 8, benchmark 62, 1,200 metres. Number 13, Intrepid Eagle, a pretty clear $2.50 favourite. Trying to make it two starts, two wins. Yeah, I'm with um, Sugar and Sweet. Big run of sand down there, so uh, it'll be better for that. So, Intrepid Eagle just was impressive on debut there at the bridge. But it's only a three-year-old taking on the older horse. Um, classy Kinney's, um, never runs a bad race. And I thought Marincourt's one, two, or four, including a first up victory. So I was nine, thirteen, three, and eight. Ninth and last, the girls, Phillies and Mares, in a sixty-two over the twelve hundred metres. Number one, Chaloon is a three seventy favourite, kicking off the prep. Yeah, really competitive race, Richard. I was babbling. Just uh, dropped back to twelve hundred last night. Just nail on the line there. Really one of the claims, a couple of plus. Grandma Gales really consistent since uh, moving to South Australia. Um, Feels like another one that comes through that Samson race when second on the occasion and the top one, the big uh, the Ballarat train, the Shaloon, resuming with his downing grade. So it's five, two, nine and one. What's the best? Uh, I did like uh, I think it could be a Victorian play, but Night of Delight, uh, in race four, race four number seven, and Manola race two number four. We'll speak next Saturday, Pete. Well done.
Thanks, Richard. Peter saw the Adelaide tips. Uh, big thanks to him. Big thanks to all of our guests who joined us this morning, whether they be trainers, jockeys, or all of our guests. We appreciate it on race morning. And to you listeners, hope you enjoy the show to the Behind the Gates multiplayers. Let's see how we go today. And uh, we um, we hopefully landed again. Easier said than done, and that's for sure and certain. Getting said here for the highway, race one at Ramwick. It's a nice, clear day at the moment. There's a little bit of a breeze. He's blowing, track drying all the time. Tip when we get to a good four at some point today. Bandy's boy just out to four dollars here, number five. Optimo at five dollars. Participator at five fifty. I'll say good morning. See you during the week on various Sky Thoroughbred Central shows, and we'll do it all again next weekend. Uh, Racing HQ Saturday, a six thirty kickoff as the Sydney Everest Carnival rolls on again. Big thanks for listening. Hope you find a stack of winners today. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, Simon Harrison to take uh, over the reins after this race for a big day of racing, Group 1 day of racing here in Sydney. Let's head to Darren Flindell for race one, the highway. Nice. Okay, Richard, so we've got five to move in here. Saliray jig-jogging around there behind the barriers with the barrier blanket on. Princess Spice as well. Daredevil, Dollar Magic and Wizard of Oz. Bandy's boy up to 4.20 now. So the drift uh, has begun in the last five minutes or so, but a nice enough trial behind Shelby 66 at Maria leading up to this by Bandy's boy. And Participator, who comes with solid form from the Donnelly Yard there in Wagga. First run back for Participator. Hard in the market as well, along with Optimo. Optimo went close in Brisbane last time out. So Daredevil goes in. And there's two to move in now. Dollar Magic and Princess Spice are the remaining two, so a full field of 14 running for the Class 2 Tab Highway over 1,100 metres, and they're all in now. Light is on. Stand by for a start. The first on Winkstakes Day. And the gates are back there, off and racing. And Salire and Princess Spice have both left well. But there's plenty of zip underneath. Wizard of Oz is there together with Bandy's boy. And now Kamonic is pulling its way to the front. So it's Kamonic from Princess Spice. And now Bandy's boy, a victim of the wide draw, getting back. Dollar Magic on the improve from Daredevil. Then came Water Peach, Wizard of Oz, Bandy's boy and the white cap out deep. Further back then to Rabaz from Poker Jack. Then uh, she's Contrary. Uh, they're followed to further back in the field by Salire is not travelling well from Chow Murray and Optimo is the last one. Coming around the turn and Kamonic in front from Princess Spice, a length and a half between the pair. Then came Daredevil, what a peach the inside Dollar Magic laying in under pressure Bandy's boy deeper out and getting right to the outside is Poker Jack it's Kamonic 250 out. Several lengths clear from Bandy's boy is giving chase. Poker Jack as well the outside clear from Wizard of Oz. It's Kamonic being tackled by Poker Jack on the outside and Poker Jack starting to extend away for a comfortable win. Participator got up for second at the end in front of Bandy's boy. Then came Optimo from Wizard of Oz. Rabaj on the rails. Then she's contrary from Salire. Jomari next, followed by the tiring Kamonic. Then Dollar Magic, Princess Spice and Water Peach. And last in... Belly finishing there was Daredevil. Ten poker jack Amy McLucas for thirty dollars twenty at six thirty. Four participator, two forty and five bandy's boy for third one ninety. Lucas has scored an upset victory in the first poker jack. So let me just check the fluctuations here. This was actually tried at longer odds. They chipped away at this in the last few minutes of betting. S at nineteen, having been forty one earlier. 
and coming down the middle of the track. Poker Jack, five-year-old gelding by Casino Prince at a Princess Alani, scoring an upset victory in the opener. Amy McLucas with a three-kilo claim. Participator eventually has got up to run second there, coming from well back on the field, Hugh Bowman. And Bandy's boy after the wide trip, finishing in third, William Pike for Danny Williams. They were just standing by for the judge to, to post the numbers, but 10, 4 and 5 they should be. And that's now confirmed with Optimo, number 7, in four spot. Time there is 104.73. 104.73 and the numbers official 10, 4, 5 and 7 on the highway. Okay, so dividends are coming through now on the first round mix. A 10 poker jack was $30.20 and $6.30 for participator two forty-five bandies boy one ninety and seven optimo fourth quinella seventy dollars exact one hundred and sixty-seven dollars trifecta eight hundred and twenty-five. The first four three thousand one hundred and forty-seven. This is the National Racing Service with Simon Harrison. Good morning. Uh, lovely to have your company. It's 25 minutes to 12 and Nicole Thomas joins me right now. We're going to take a look at the movers for Doombin. Nicole, good morning. Good morning to you, Simon. First race, Brisbane's only two minutes away. What's happening in the opener? Yeah, in the opener here, we've had an excellent move for Mushiali. It's number nine in this race. It's actually moved in from $17 into $6.50, so that is significant. Some money for Be Water, my friend, into six fifty. But Mushiali, an incredibly well-back runner, number nine. Okay, that's race one. What about race number two, which is a three-year-old over thirteen fifty? The favourite's been really well supported today. Hang five, number one. It's into two dollars from an opening two fifty. Reached two seventy at one point as well. Outside of that, the missionary number five has been supported too. Fourteen into ten, but hang five clearly the one in race two. Hang five there. The third event is over the thirteen fifty as well. Yeah, we've got some serious money for Go Wanji. It's very short now, number four, the favourite, into $1.22. So incredibly short odds. And we do have a deduction in the race. It's been about $1.45 into that $1.22 quote. Wham is the other one that has been met with some support, but it's clearly all about Go Wanji. Go Wanji, number four in the third, over to race four, which is a benchmark 78, over 2,200. Yeah, Otara, number uh, nine, $8 into $5, so decent support for it. Contrition is another one that's been back, number eight, into the $6.50 quote. And Shepherd, there's a nice move here for Shepherd, number four, $17 into 10, and that's the one I make the market mover, number four. So race four, number four, Shepherd uh, about to load the first. Race five is for the Phillies and Mares, over 1,200. I like this one, Darylina Bell, number three. The punters are keen, $3 into $2.50 after a 19-cent deduction. So the favourite, really well supported here. Just Field is another one they like, number 13, 12 into 9.50. But Darylina Bell, number three, our tab mover. Number three, Jimmy Orman aboard, race five. Race six is over the mile. Yeah, punters really like the two favourites here. Get the idea, number four, 320 in from 370, and Jakama is the other one, number eight. 450 into the $3.90 quote, so two good moves, but get the idea. I'll make it the mover, number four. Okay, so number four, they're in race six to race seven now. This one's over 1,600. Yeah, big deductions in this race with Night Mariner coming out. It's 29 cents overall, and after that, got moved for three that are decent prices. Number 12, count the coin, 12 into 9.50. May Villa Ruler, number eight, also that similar move into the 9.50 quote. And give it all Ali, number 16. This has been an excellent move, $22 into 12. So I'm going to make it the market mover, number 16. 16, $12, give it all Ali. What about race eight, the Sky Racing Class 6 over 1350. 
It's all about Rubamos here, number 12. It's the favourite, four fifty into $3, so heavily fancied in race eight. And I looked for something else that had been supported, and Caffrey's probably the best back runner, the second favourite next, or equal second favourite, number eight, Caffrey. But Rubamos, clearly our tab mover in race eight. So Rubamos, number 12, and over to race nine, the last. Uh, what's happening here? We've got a really big deduction here, 43 cents. But after that, I've worked it out. Um, after that, Bundy and Coke has been supported. It's number 17 in this race. It's actually gone from 4.20 into $3.80 this morning. So decent support. Bonaparte, number seven. It's into 6.50 from an opening $10. And maximum output is the other one. So three okay moves in the last. But let's go with Bundy and Coke as our market mover. And what was the best overall? Oh, there are a couple of good ones. Darylina Bell was good. But I'll give it to Hang Five. Race two, number one, into the even money quote now, Simon. Thanks, Nicole. I'll come back to you after this first, Dermot, and we'll take a look at the movers for Mooney Valley. Lovely. Sounds good. So for the first, uh, we've got Ferry Open Market here. It's 5.50 for uh, for vaporising Gemelon Bolt and Moose Ali. Here's David Fowler for race one. Will be the last one to come up. A last start track and trip winner, be water, my friend, but admittedly with a lot less weight. Comes to its position. Started now has control for the first. Ready to jump. Race one, Brisbane, they're set. Stand by, started with the button. Ready to release them. No break as yet. Bit of movement. Steady now, no. One's still a bit unsettled there. Might be LA Zoo. Off now. Riddle Conqueror on the inside of Gemelon Bolt won the start. Caribbean King speedily away. Ski Lord's going fast in the early part. And so too was a snappy reply right off the track. King's Code just behind the midfield and then LA Zoo. Followed by Ned's Gully getting well back as they run down the side. Michelle vaporising. And Be Water, my friend, is last of all. Snappy reply. Best speed straight to the rail. Leads Ski Lord by length to the 600 metres. Three away third. Gemelon Bolt and then King's Code off the track. Caribbean King in that bunch and Riggle Conqueror inside of them. Michelle on the way forward, then Ned's Gully LA Zuby, water my friend, and vaporizing is last of all. By the 400 metres, straightening for the run of the judge, snappy reply the leader, Ski Lord the first challenger, then Regal Conqueror, Kingscoat, followed by Gemelon Bolt trying to get into the clear, Caribbean King, be water my friend, going past Ed, it's still snappy reply, and Ski Lord in a duel, Gemelon Bolt running on be water my friend, a few with a chance here, leaders are being swamped, be water my friend, right down the outside, coming through Gemelon Bolt, Caribbean King in the centre, but be Water, my friend. I say the best momentum to beat either Gemelon Bolt or Caribbean King. Ned's Gully not far away. Then came Ski Lord, Stabby Reply, Michelle LA Zoo, Regal Conqueror, King's Cat and Vaporising didn't put in. Last home in 60 and 61. Seven, be water, my friend. Mark Derp, C560, 210, a photo for second and third. Now, there is correct weight, Ramwick, so it was a rough result to the first. Ten poker jack, paid 30, 20 and 630. Four participator, 240. Five bandies, boy, 197, fourth up to Mayer, the Quinella, $70. Exactor, 167 Trifecta, $825. First four, 3147 A length and a half by a long neck. 104.73 home in 35.56. Correct weight is there. So we're going to take a look at these movers for Mooney Valley now. A heavy nine, the track rating Melbourne. Uh, as I head back to you, Nicole, the first is still an hour and 13 minutes away. We kick off the card of racing with a three-year-old Phillies set weights over 1,200. Little Miss Kuby's been really well backed here. It's the favourite number eight, four forty into two dollars sixty. And there's been another one that has been met with good support as well, Simon. Number nine, Miss Subtly, it's into five dollars from eight. But Little Miss Kuby, number eight, is our tab mover. 
Right, so number eight, uh, the mover there in the first race. Number two, the Hugh Wallace-Smith handicap for three-year-olds over 1,500 metres. Punters are shopping for a bit of value here with the top three in the market all drifting. Black Max has been backed number five. This has gone from 9.50 to 6.50. Michelotti, very well supported as well, number one. It's into $9 from 19. That's a sizable move. Final Overture, number eight, 17 into 12. And Mr. Maestro is another one the punters like. So out of those four, four good moves. But let's go Michelotti, number one, the market mover. Okay, so number one there in race two. Over to the third event, the James Reed handicap is over 1,500. Yeah, we have a late scratching of Forgot You here and there is a 26 cent deduction overall but Lakeen has still been supported the favourite number three about 270 we bet with those deductions into about $2.40 now and then free to move number nine this has also gone into 550 from seven shot of Irish popular and uh, Russo this is the one that's been the best back this morning number seven but Lakeen I'm going to make the three the favourite the market mover so Lakeen number three there to push there in race three over to race number four which is the Paul Coughlin handicap over 2500 kicks off the first of the Super Tab Big Six. Yeah, the money started come for Duke of Hastings, the favourite, number eight. It's into three ten now, in from $3.90, and it did get into two ninety at one point, but serious money for the favourite now this morning. Herman Hess has been backed as well at serious odds, number one, into $6.50 from an opening $14, so significant, and the Moonlight Gambler's the other one, number 11, backed in at a price into nine fifty now, but out of those, Duke of Hastings is the most popular, number eight. So Duke of Hastings there, and over to race five, this is the three-year-old Mackenzie Stakes, over 1200 yeah, the interesting runner here, Fujita-san, number five, $2.10 in from $2.40 overall after deductions. El Padrino is another one punters like, number two, seven into six, and Shalaman has had some support, number four, but Fujita-san is clearly the best backed in race five. So the favourite there, race five, number five, race six kicks the quaddy off, it's the Ranveer handicap over the mile. Yeah, for most of the morning, Mayfair Spirit was solid, number six, the favourite, but it's been back now into $3.40 from an opening $4. Uh, there is another one that punters like, the second favourite, Do You Reckon, number two, it's into $6 from seven fifty. but Mayfair Spirit is the one in race six. Mayfair Spirit, race six, number six. Race seven, the Chandler McLeod here is over the Mooney Valley 2040. Yeah, only the five runners here because we do have a late scratching of pre-deterns. So after that, Main Kane is very short now. It's into $1.70 and it's been heavily backed as well. If you take into account the big deduction, it's been two thirty. we bet, into that $1.70 quote and really the only one the punters want here. Right, so that's race seven over to race eight. Now, this is the Carline Stakes over 1,000 metres. You've got extremely lucky, the favourite on the drift and serious money for Bella Nipatina here, number five, into $3.10 from an opening $4.20. And it's clearly the one very well spec to beat the favourite, number five, Bella Nipatina. Number five, Bella Nipatina, race eight. And race nine, the lucky last, is the Dr. Sheehan plate over 1,200. The Garden is the favourite, number six. It's been backed as well. Punters like this one, $4.20 into $3.20. And outside of that, there is a tiny bit of support for Sessions Road, 11 into 10. That's number five in the race but the garden clearly the one the punters are coming home with in the last number six the garden what was the best for Moody valley I have to say percentage-wise, probably Mankayan into that $1.70 quote. But I tell you what, it's certainly worth noting Little Miss Kuby into that $2.60 quote is a significant move there. Race one, number eight as well, Simon. OK, thanks very much, Nicole. Have a great day. Thanks, Simon. You too. 
Experience the thrill of racing on Tab Everest Day at Royal Randwick. The Kosciuszko, the world's richest country race, is back and gives you the chance to win a share in $2 million in prize money. To enter, buy a $5 Kosciuszko ticket at your local or on the Tab app. The Kosciuszko. Tickets on sale now. Entry open to New South Wales residents only. Visit thecosiosco.com.au for details. Racing New South Wales authorised under New South Wales permit number GOCSC 1051. Gamble responsibly. Call gamblers at 1-800-858-858. Millions of Australians are living with diabetes. Walking can help manage diabetes and it's a great exercise because you can build it into your daily routine. If you work from home, it's vital that you don't sit all day. Get up and walk regularly throughout the day. Friday the 2nd of September is National Walk to Work Day supporting Diabetes Australia. So step in the spring and join the walking class. Learn more at walk.com.au. Phil Roberts is going to have best bets for us Newcastle in around four minutes uh, from now. But in the meantime, let's take in an interview this morning with uh, trainer Annabelle Neesham. Morning, how are you? Not bad. What's news this morning? How's the morning going? Um, all good so far. Still got one more lot to go, but um, yeah, my one just back in his box and hopefully ready to rock and roll today. He does my head in this horse, Mawanga. Um, we know he doesn't trial any good until he gets his blinkers on, so we'll trust your opinion of him, Annabelle. Are you happy with him? Yeah, really happy with him. Um, of course, first trial was actually probably a rarity that he that he did trial well. Um, but yeah, his, his work's been good. Um, he definitely looked a sort of stronger version. Um, and he, yeah, he just looks fit and healthy, sound, and we know he goes... He goes well fresh, so we just keep those blinkers off him. Um, the only time he wears them is, is race day, um, so hopefully that is the is the trick. Where do you see him in the run here today? He's a, he's a funny horse. He, 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 he well, worth the way you ride him. How, how do you think he best reacts? Well, it's always it's always just tempo related with him. Um, he can he can put himself into a into a good spot. Um, He's often had bad dates and, and ended and, and sort of had to come back. But um, he's obviously drawn well today, um, sort of on paper, not a whole lot of speed. So we'll just leave it. We'll leave it up to Tommy. He knows him inside out. Um, hopefully, we can use that good draw and not be giving them too much of a start. But um, he's just, he is his own man, Moanga. He'll, he'll sort of settle wherever he wants to be. Um, but I think as long as he's in his, in his comfort zone. Um, should, have, should enable us to see that really good turn of foot that he's got. Uh, equation in race four. Look, he did enough there first up. I thought he mapped quite nicely up to a mile today. Yeah, he ran well. Probably just peaked on his run um, first up, which he was entitled to do. But he's come through that really well. He's got a nice soft gate today. Thought Reese rode him really well the other day. and Hopefully he, he wasn't far off them two weeks ago. He was taking natural improvement and... Um, yeah, as long as he gets the luck that he looks like he should from that gate, he'll be in the finish. I've had a little speck on Mumbai Jewel today. Um, I'd like your seal of approval. She was a lovely, big, strong filly. She was always always promised to be better at three. Yeah, I, I actually couldn't believe her price, to be honest. Um, she, she looked sort of totally unwanted, but I thought her, tr she, her trials have been good. She's got good form as a, as a two-year-old. Um, she won the Piero Plate and um, we dodged wet ground with her. She had a, a couple of runs down in Melbourne. Um, but she's come back big and strong, and she's always been more of a three-year-old type. She's quite a big, 
filly. Um, you'll see her in the yard. She'll she'll be probably one of the biggest fillies in there. Um, and she's really started to fill into that frame. So um, I think it maps quite nicely for her as well. I think that draw is good for her. And, um, yeah, excited to see what she can do. OK, that'll do me. <laughs> um, and this was in the last in Brisbane. Manhood looks hard enough to beat. Yeah, he's actually just come out. Um, he's going to draw, oh, has draw he, very okay. wide, so he's, he's out. Um, Annabelle, I saw a, a terrific photo of Zaki during the week. I think Ash, Ash took the photo. He saw something in the water. He saw something. He was, he was half out of the water there. Yeah, <laughs> I saw it, and I dodged it on my horse, and I, I thought Rob was brave walking up to it, and... He obviously hadn't seen it because Starkey spooks at anything that he has an excuse to. So, yeah, he, he leapt in the air. It was a sort of white piece of plastic in the water. Um, but he's, uh-huh. yeah, full of beans and he'll head to he'll head to the trials at Hawkesbury on Monday. There's, of course, proper trial there. So we thought he'd, we'd take him a, away and um, he can have a, a nice hit out and he'll kick off in the tramway in a couple of weeks. Awesome. Good on you, Annabelle. Great to chat on race morning. Good luck today. Thank you. Sky Sports Radio's Racing HQ. Racing HQ. Everything you need for a winning day. Nine minutes to midday. Let's take it to Newcastle now for a winner. And uh, Phil Roberts, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Simon. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Newcastle this morning, where we've got uh, virtually a cloudless day. It's absolutely uh, beautiful for a winter's day. A little bit of a westerly wind blowing has has been the case uh, during the week. And but what that has meant is we've had very good drying conditions here. Currently on a soft five rail out three metres the entire. Uh, my two best, look, no real uh, value today. I found the meeting very tricky apart from these two. Race three, number 11, Dashing Legend. A three rail schnitzel filly, she's resuming here in a 900 metre maiden. She's on the minimum. She's only had three starts. Two of those were at group two level, including running second to seven veils in the Riesling uh, as a two-year-old. Is coming off two trials, most recently a 900 metre Rose Hill trial win. That was eight days ago. She's got gay to ticks all the boxes. No flash price was a dollar ninety-five uh, a little while back, but uh, she does look the winner. And race four, number four, prize draw, stepping to fourteen hundred metres here, second up today, which really looks to suit this Dundeal mare. She's getting into the sort of uh, distance range where the Dundeals start and come into their own. She finished off very nicely here a fortnight ago, over twelve hundred, coming from well back. And uh, this race probably a little bit easier, I'd suggest. Only a two dollar ten chance, but uh, does look a very good uh, chance indeed. So. My two best, 3-11-4-4. Good luck at Newcastle today. Good on you, uh, Phil. There he is, Phil Roberts at Newcastle. Uh, now, later today in the Toy Show Quality at Randwick, Chris Bunce has got Boom Nova uh, down from Queensland and Sam Collett will be riding her. Let's take in an interview with Chris from this morning. Yeah, good day, Rich. How you going, mate? Very well, thanks. Must be a, must be a buzz to, uh, to return to Raw Randwick, a place that was well, nigh on your home for many, many years. Yeah, no, it's a great thrill. I've got to say, I, I got a few tingles in the in the belly when I got off the plane and um, you know walked back into the, the stables here at Randwick to look at the girls and and the horses and they were all um, tucked away nice and and, and warm. So yeah, it was it was very good to come back. Gee, you've won most of these races, Chris. Um, you know, you've, you've, I think you won a Premier's Cup on Mulan Princess. You won a Toy Show, I think, on uh, Arabia, Arabia, and uh, obviously the Warwick Stakes on Trusting, and I think uh, even on, Def- I think you won on Defire as well, didn't you? Yeah, no, I, I, I won a Premier's Cup on Mulan Princess, 
Yeah, I did, Ronnie. Yeah, he, um, yeah, I think he that day either beat um, by count or, or one of Lonro maybe. I think in the Warwick Stakes day one. So yeah, it was a good race. Yeah, you're marvellous. Um, so this mare today, she's she's here in good order? Real good. No, she travelled down well. Ronnie, haven't done a lot with her, obviously. She uh, done a last uh, piece of work last Saturday morning, which was Sam Collett rode her and was very happy with how she she rounded a gallop off. And so other than that, she's had the trip down. So we've just basically been shooting the breeze and keeping her happy. And um, she settled in really well. First day, she was a bit sort of bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, but... She's pretty relaxed now, and um, I think she should parade quite well there today. Okay, she's uh, she's pretty well been untouchable at the end of last prep, and all all this probably prep as well. Yeah, well, she really surprised me, Ronnie. How she um, she took to the Eagle Farm track. I I'd sort of been um, I didn't know how she handled the big long straight and, and the, the surface of the track, but um, she was really a revelation on it, and. Um, just seemed to keep on stepping up every time we asked her. She stepped up and improved. And, um, you know, obviously today's another level again, but I think she wants her opportunity in a race like this anyway. And Sam gets on with a well. Yeah, she does. Uh, she rides very well, Sam. And um, you're right, she gets on well with the grey and, and um, she seems to get her to relax and come back under her nicely. And, and um, yeah, no, they seem to be well, well matched. You think she'll get across from? No, she's pretty quick. Well, I, I sort of the barrier obviously was a bit ugly when the fields come out, and I'm sort of thinking, well, what's she going to do? And she was pretty fast, um, you know, but she's also very tractable. She doesn't have to lead. She's probably better off, you know, trying to find a bunny if she can to take her to the furlong pole if possible. But you know, look, if she's one in front, she's one from back. So I really am just going to have to leave it up to Sam, and she's going to have to work it out uh, once she leaves the gates as to how much pressure she applies. And she's had a trial since that 77-day break, hasn't she? Yeah, yeah, she, um, she, it was a jump out of, it was a jump out of trial, yeah, about a, uh, two or three weeks ago. Um, and she went quite well, run fast time and, and um, did it quite comfortably. So, no, I was happy with the way she came through it. How many horses are keeping you busy at the moment, Chris? Uh, well, I've got the 46 Rich. I've, that's, um, that's in many boxes. I've got at Eagle Farm, so they're uh, they're full. Um, always got you know those extra ten to a dozen pre-trainers sort of keep it keep it flowing. But um, no, it's good. We've just got a nice number. We've got a good team around us, and they're they're racing. And the horses are all racing as, as well as they can anyway. Don't have, don't have time for a little nostalgic tour around Tullock Lodge or Desert War or Tempest Morn this morning, or just too busy with the horses. No, look, I've, I've had a bit of a wander around. It was good yesterday morning, actually, at the, the mile gap there. I bumped into Les Bridge and Ronnie and Craig Carmody and John Thompson and, and David Lee, so I had a good chat with them. So, it was, no, nah, it's been great. Catch up with a few old, old mates. And, and uh, yeah, no, I've got to say, it was quite nostalgic when I walked into the track there on, on Thursday afternoon. Were they nice to you, Chris? Yeah, of course. They're always nice. <laughs> no, no, it was, good. No, it was a good morning. <laughs> good on you. Good luck today and thanks for the chat and race morning. Good on you. Thanks, guys. That was Chris Muntz from this morning with the Boom Nova running a little later on. In the yard now, race two, it's due to jump in seven. Racing news with Chris Roos. Thursday morning on Racing HQ.
Now, looking at the market for race two, the Gold Coast Turf Club Handicap over 2,400 metres. Strawberry Rock number two is the favourite at $2.80. Impulsar. On the drift out to $8.00. Also trained by Kieran Mar David Eustace, as is the favourite. So United, only narrowly beaten last time behind Cadre Nu Du Noir's $3.80. Mara Copa on the drift out to 18. Mon Felicity, who was 3.30, clear second favourite this morning, is out to 3.60. 34 Ambitious Prince, Kitzpool at 21, and Pirate Bird, who was $100 this morning, is into 71. So two Strawberry Rock, 2.80 favourite, in front of Mon Felicity, 3.60 having been badly held up at Rose Hill last Saturday and so United third elect at $3.80. Second race at Randwick, 2,400 the trip and it's due in seven minutes. Over the 2,300 be once before, um, coming off a last start win. Was, it was pretty good win on that occasion. He looks well, I can't fault him. Kitzbühel, number eight, Ellen Hennessy, Tim Donnelly. Uh, not hopeless last start, but still there's plenty of ground to make up on a couple here. Plays chance, I would have thought. Nothing wrong with him. He's still got that winter look about him, but he's rock hard fit. That'll take him somewhere. And finally, Pirate Bird, number 10, Reese Jones on for Robert and Luke Price. Look, he's going okay in easier races. He's still a maiden horse. Um, probably wants it easier than this. Yeah, nice type. No knock on him whatsoever. This is harder, though. OK, they're going out onto the track. So United appears here for Gay and Adrian. So United did not go down without a fight last start. Yeah, look, he, he was very courageous on that occasion. Um, you know, it was his first attempt at the 2400. I thought he ran out very strongly. Um, you know, they pulled pulled away from the rest of them while he didn't didn't win. Um, certainly thought there was plenty plenty of merit in the run. Can he do it again? Yeah, look, I, I think we can adopt similar sort of tactics. Um, look, look to roll forward now that he's had that run and uh, he's right at the peak of his fitness. He's pretty deep into his campaign, so we'll look to use that to our advantage. And you know, I think the improving tracks a big positive for him. Later, you've got Grove Ferry. Yeah, again, uh, another one that was excellent there last start. Um, I think the step up to 2,000 should be ideal for him. Um, looking forward to seeing him back on, on, on top of the ground. He's, he's got a nice race uh, win in him um, and, and down the weights today. I think he'll look to take advantage of that as well. What's your feeling with North Star Lash today in the Silver Shadow? Look, today may be a little bit short for her there first up. Um, looking forward to seeing this filly once we can get it at 14, 1600. Uh, I do think she's in the right class. She's capable of sticking through that Princess Series. So looking for a competitive race today and, and one that will show she's uh, going to be competitive going forward. Okay, good luck. Thanks very much. There's uh, Adrian Bot. So, yeah, that filly, we've got the four-legged Princess Series starting today with a silver shadow, but the Furious, 1,200, T-Rose, 1,400, Flight, 1,600 to come for those fillies looking for perhaps a little bit of racing and a little bit further. Chantel, who did you like in the yard? I love Mon Felicity. I, was, I had her as my pick last Saturday, but I'm jumping ship. I'm jumping on Impulsa. I was really taken by this Frankel Gelding. I haven't seen him before. He's the new kid on the block. He's so dour. He had this laid-back attitude and looked really good order. So I'll go with him. You watch Mon Felicity knock him off. I am 6, 2, 4 and 3. There looks to be four good chances here. I'm, I'm really struggling to have confidence about splitting, splitting them actually. So I'm left with Mont Felicity after last week. I know she probably hasn't had the best grounding getting to this mile and a half quickly after, a, you know, a, an 1800 metre run last week, but uh, this stable know how to get them pretty fit. They usually have them pretty fit and they train them to be stayers. So I'll lean her way. I think Strawberry Rock, only because of the confidence in the market, and they don't get it wrong too often when they get over these distances this stable. Um, there's not a lot to like about his Australian form. He just whacked away there the other day, but they say He's ready now, and the McDonald factor. Uh, and he, like I said, he's very solid at $2.70. Uh, Glenn will tell you about that in a minute. So, United. Now, 
there was no evidence to say the fence is on fire, which you would have liked to have seen, well, a fair bit in the first race, because a 40 to 1 into 20 to 1 uh, comes right down the middle of the track to win the first, and, and the placings were off the rail, although there was a long shot that made some ground along the inside. So I'm not denigrating the track as yet, but we'll keep an eye on this. And of the others, Impulsory does look a, ni a nice horse, uh, but the stable push seems to be for the stable, mate. 6, 2, 4 and 3. What do you make of this, Glenn? Uh, well, what I can tell you, Ron, of the three in the market, probably Mon Felicity has been uh, the softest of them, albeit it's the second most popular runner today. Your favourite, Strawberry Rock, with James McDonald there. 260, got to 290, it's back into 270. So United, uh, best of four, and that was early this morning and hasn't got into as short as 340, is now 370. Mon Felicity, who was uh, as short as 330 after going up 350 this morning, is out to $3.80 now. The best it's been, I think you'll find, is 390. Uh, Impulse is the only other runner in single figures, and it's been 650 out to eight. You've got Maricopa. 14 out to 17. Kitzbühel, uh, just a little trim throughout the day. 31 best given about it, now 21. Ambitious Prince will, uh, was 61 out to 81. It's back into 34. And Pirate Bird brings back memories. Sammy Howard, I think you'll find, wasn't he? Sammy Howard rode Pirate Bird. Uh, 126 at best into $71. But uh, your favourite is Strawberry Rock uh, with, the, with the Melbourne form, uh, albeit it did uh, resume up here in Sydney a few runs ago. 270 favourite. Confidence-wise, Greg, I don't think it, there's a lot there amongst a lot of runners as uh, Mon Felicity gets to 390 now. In a field of eight, we've got four boys up against four girls, and they're the riders. I was just talking to Max Pressel about Pirate Bird, uh, Glenn, Pat Murray and Clark Little. And apparently was responsible for many a demonstration on a, on a race course. One day he'd be beaten a furlong and he'd get up the next week. Uh, the old pirate bird. There's Mon Felicity on the backup. Desperately unlucky last start. And David Payne immediately after that race turned his attention to this mile and a half, seven day backup for Mon Felicity. Of course, he won the race with Raging Bull, but she was getting held up everywhere. So it's Mar and Eustace with Strawberry Rock and Impulsa. Duff taking on Say United. Before I get a comment again from you, Ali Mosley is behind the gates. You've just started to have a good look at them. They've just come back. They've all done their long, big warm-up. I'm looking at Maricopa at the moment, who is uh, two weeks between runs, but still looks pretty forward. I was chatting to Robbie Quinn the other day, and he said that he's aiming him for a Jericho Cup. So he certainly stay the distance. All these horses, as we know, are a little bit dour. Not too many of them have a turn of foot. But Maricopa still looking in fantastic order. He's been up a while, but he's glowing in the coat. I always think he presents pretty well. So he's nice and relaxed here. He's got his regular rider Louise Day aboard. Uh, Shani's pick of the yard Impulsor has come across well. James, uh, sorry, Brenton just trying to switch him on a little bit now. He's just walking around with the barrier attendant. Uh, Ellen Hennessy has just jumped out of the saddle aboard. Kitz Buell, who I noticed was getting quite full of himself in the yard. The boys are just loading him in at the moment with the chain on, but hopefully he goes in pretty well. He's just sort of kicking up a bit of a stink, so hopefully we can get him in, because I know he wasn't on his best behaviour in the yard, and Strawberry Rock has come across in wonderful order as well. James is just waving to his fans. Uh, I would just say Strawberry Rock's getting a little bit warm uh, under the belly area, uh, when it's not a very warm day and none of the other horses are, so that would be my only comment on our favourite Strawberry Rock, and Mon Felicity looks great. Mile and a half, starting in front of the wink stand. Is uh, Darren Fimbill for the call of breaks two. Getting set. 
And we wait now on Impulsa, an Irish import, having uh, his fourth run now. Last start winner at Pakenham on the synthetic. So Impulsa is locked away, the light's on. And we're all set now, they're off and racing and so United jump quite nicely centre gates and so United's looking for the lead. Strawberry Rock zipping underneath it and going forward out wide Impulsa. Mon Felicity's very handy. Followed then by Kitts, Bull, Marek Copra. A couple off to Ambitious Prince scrubbed up early and Pirate Bird's going to settle back last. So Sayonata's ambling forward at his own leisure here and Rachel King will find the front on United, and the favourite Strawberry Rock will sit on its coattails on the inside of Impulsa. Mon Felicity He'll park three back the fence. Maricopa fifth the outside of it. Then Kitts Bull from Ambitious Prince and Pirate Birds last. 1,800 metres to runner. And Say United leads the gallop now as they approach the back section of the course by two lengths and Impulsa. Three quarters to Strawberry Rock on the rails and a length further back to Maricopa from Mon Felicity. Backing up from the luckless run at Rose Hill last Saturday. Kitts Bull's third last from Ambitious Prince and the roughy Pirate Birds last. There's been a few dollars at big odds for Pirate Bird. It's eight lengths off the lead. 1,400 metres to run. So United in front. By length and a half to Impulsa. And a Strawberry Rock getting a pretty soft time of it. Third on the leader's back, followed by Mara Cooper. Then came on Felicity from Kids Bull, Pirate Bird. And Ambitious Prince last of all. Kids Bull's pulling into a three-wide position towards the tail. And as they go to lead the back straight now, it's So United in front. By length to Impulsa. Then came Strawberry Rock from Mara Cooper. Mon Felicity and Kids Bull moving up on the outside, a length into Pirate Bird and Ambitious Prince down on the running rail is last of all. So they're running along at a pretty sedate tempo right from the outset here and it's Say United, the front runner of the field by a half length. Now a neck to Impulsa getting a bit closer. Kitts Bull sustaining a run, moving into it out three wide from Strawberry Rock, Mara Cooper. Two further back to Mon Felicity has got plenty of space now to pull out. A couple off to Pirate Bird is under the pump and Ambitious Prince can't keep up with them. Coming to the turn at so United really being tested now by Impulsa and the Kitts Bull three wide. Mon Felicity about to get to the outside. Now Strawberry Rock is taking an inside run as they turn and Impulsa takes the lead clearly now from So United. Strawberry Rock and Mon Felicity's coming right down the outside getting past Kitts Bull. It's Impulsa in front by length on Mon Felicity and they're drawn clear from Strawberry Rock. Impulsa still in front from Mon Felicity who's got the job to get there. Impulsa kept going and Impulsa's going to win it. Impulsa by a length and a quarter to Mon Felicity. Strawberry Rock, every hope third. Then Kitts Bull, followed by Pirate Bird. Further back to Mara Cooper, Ambitious Prince. And so United weakened out today, finishing last. Three Impulsa. Brenton Abdallah, Bar and Yeast, a Saint 50 and 210. Six Mon Felicity, 130. And two Strawberry Rock, $1.40. Now, and all the profile had been on synthetic or, or heavy base tracks. So getting onto the soft five today. And that's been a dominant victory by the, the Frankel Gelding. Out of the Mare Propeller, a Dabawi Mare, Kiramar David Eustace Prepare, out of the Ballarat Yard. And that's his fourth win, all up from six starts. So uh, the one maiden win in Ireland over 2,100 metres and three Australian successes now. Fending off uh, Mon Felicity, who's run on well. Beaten without excuse today, William Pike for David Payne. And a big gap back to Strawberry Rock. Strawberry Rock in a third position, the race favourite.
So the other details will come through shortly, but a dominant win to Impulsa winning the mile and a half race, and those numbers now official 3, 6, 2 and 8. Three Impulsa paid 8.50 and 2.10. Six Mon Felicity won 30. Two Strawberry Rock won 40. And eight Kitzbühel fourth. Quinella was 12.20. Exacta 27.60. Trifecta $66. First four $580. The 10 free running double returned $209. $209. Race two there from Ramwick. The third is the Midway, which is due at 12.40. And the early favourite is Bazooka at $4.40. Now, Doomman is due to jump in three minutes the second from Brisbane. It's hang five to $1.85 favourite. Have a cool and ready five fifty. Demon Deliverer is $6. The Putters Panel. I've logged on one here just because I want to be on it whenever it runs in the spring. I think Shorefly is going to progress through to being a really nice horse. I'm not sure where it ends up. Fascinated that he's gone back to the 1,400 metres and put J-Mac on. I just think that's an indication of how well the horse is going at home. And a Shorefire, the star, back with a bang. First up, ran down Titanium Power. The Putters Panel. Friday morning, Racing HQ. So the margin, Sydney, a length and a quarter by four, 233.18 overall, and 37.46 was the final 600 metres. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Group One Racing is back this Saturday. And for all races at Randwick, Mooney Valley and Doombin, place a tote win bet in venue or on course with the Tab app. And if your horse runs second, third or even fourth, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on all races at three big tracks this Saturday, but only at your local Tab. Download the app today. Excludes WA residents. First online tote win bet only. Placed in Tab venues. T's and C's at website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. Next time you go to kill an insect... Stop and think, could this little creature hold the key to solving a crime? Bugs are at almost every crime scene, and sometimes they can be used to track down people who were there. Even a pesky fly could be useful. I'm forensic biologist Dr. Paula Magni. Find out where your fascination could take you by getting involved in National Science Week. Just Google Science Week and find an event near you. G'day, this is Dave Stanley. We're all set for our Kosciuszko tour of country New South Wales. We're going to be live at some venues. We're live at Mwoolambar's Riverview Hotel on Tuesday, August 23. The Goulburn Soldiers Club on Thursday, August 25th. And the William Barra Hotel in Wagga Wagga on Friday, August 26th. Look out for our bright blue van on a highway near you. Join us for Racing HQ's Kosciuszko tour on Sky Sports Radio. Thinking about your next build or renovation? Wideline Windows and Doors has all the planning tools at your fingertips. Their website is full of inspirational ideas to make your project a success. Advice and tips to get you started, even a colour selector and window planning tool. Plus, free online quotes are returned in 48 business hours. Just upload your plans or tell them what you need. Easy. There's never been a better time to take a closer look at the Wideline Windows and Doors website. www.wideline.com.au Okay, let's get to Doombin and to David Fowler. It's a dollar eighty for Hang Five. 
How do you feel to move up here, Michael? On the betting board, Hang Fives at 185, two dollars to 185. Cool and ready at 550. Executive stress, bit of late money there. 12 in from 14. Demon Deliverer holds its spot at six dollars fifty. The missionaries out to 16. Western Halos at 12, and Sir Leonidas, the outsider, at 18. So that's how they line up on the betting boards. Hang Five will be the last one to come up. He's running an odds-on favourite. So Hang Five goes up. All in now. Set to go race two. Lights on. Seven running at the 13.50 metres. Gates open. They're off and racing. Hey, gee, it was a good line out. Let's look for the early leaders. Western Halos going forward. Demon Deliverer wants to hold the front. And Cool and Ready, three wide outside the pair. That trio set a fairly strong gallop early. Executive Stress slotting into fourth, about two and a half lengths behind that trio. Then the missionary, Hang Five and Sir Leonidas, went out to the tail. Well, Demon Deliverer by the 1,000 metres holding the front with Western Halo travelling in second, about a length and a half behind him. Two to Cool and Ready, who he's back to third. Executive Stress, one and a quarter away in fourth. And they continue to run it strongly. Then came the missionary, Hang Five and Sir Leonidas. I'd estimate seven lengths first to last, 700 left to run. Demon Deliverer leads the way. He's gone hard in front. Western Halo right on his hammer and tack in second. That first 750 is quick, 44-25. Third cool and ready. Executive Stress coming off the bit. Then came the missionary. Now Hang Five about to start a run. About four to five off them, but gradually creeping closer. And Sir Leonidas will turn in last. In the home straight, though, the leader was Demon Deliverer. Western Halo giving its cue on the outside coming after the leader. Cool and ready swept them outside the pair. Then executive stress. Sir Leonidas looking for a run. Hang five. Still with a bit of work to do as Cool and ready swept to a clear lead with 100 metres left to go. Looked all over. They're lining up for the miners. The missionary running on but Cool and ready makes it the hat trick and beat home the missionary. Third over the line was Sir Leonidas. Then Western Halo. Hang five disappointed. Executive stress and demon deliverer. Well they wanted to lead on it. Didn't run the distance and ran last. 120.13. Cool and ready, 5.30 to win. 2.40 to place over 5.00 the missionary at 4.00. Cool and ready, the winner. Number 2, cool and ready, Jimmy. So, 2, cool and ready for James Orman, paid 4.70 and 2.70. Second to find the missionary, 5.10, no third, 7, Sir Leonidas. There's correct weight, Randwick on 3, 6, 2, and eight. Uh, we do have correct weight. Shortly, we're going to touch base with uh, Tim Edwards for... Uh, winners at Timberry Bridge. Experience the thrill of racing on Tab Everest Day at Royal Randwick. The Kosciuszko, the world's richest country, races back and gives you the chance to win a share in $2 million in prize money. To enter, buy a $5 Kosciuszko ticket at your local or on the Tab app. The Kosciuszko. Tickets on sale now. Entry open in New South Wales residents only. Visit thecosiosco.com.au for details. Racing New South Wales authorised under New South Wales permit number GOCSC 1051. Gamble responsibly. Call gamblers at 1800 858 858. The Putters Panel. I'm logged on one here just because I want to be on it whenever it runs in the spring. I think Shorefly is going to progress through to being a really nice horse. I'm not sure where it ends up. Fascinated that he's gone back to the 1400 metres and put J Mac on. I just think that's an indication of how well the horse is going at home. And a Shorefire, the star, back for the bang. First up, run down Titanium Power. The Putters Panel. Friday morning, Racing HQ.
Sky Sports Radio at 16 minutes after midday. South Australian racing today is at Murray Bridge on a soft five and a race caller, Tim Edwards, joins me now. Tim, good afternoon to you. Yeah, good afternoon, Simon. Good afternoon, everyone. All right, now, a nine-race card for Murray Bridge. Uh, Tim, what have you made your best? Yeah, we've got a nine-race card. It's overcast at the moment. We may get the odd shower through the day. I've made the best race seven, number 10, Magic Max. I, I feel the race will be set up for him today. He's got a good second-up record. And uh, there'll be good speed in this race, and uh, the field of nine runners certainly suits his cause. So, well, Magic Max was the best, race seven, number 10. I was also keen to have something, race two, number four, Manola. She dropped six kilos on her last performance. She's a really consistent type of horse, and I think Murray Bridge, uh, the racetrack here, will certainly suit her. So race two, number four, race seven, number 10, are my two best bets on the program. My value bet is race eight, number six as well, Victory Club. I think at uh, a good price at around $15, you get a good run for your money out of Victory Club. So race eight, number six, is my value bet on the card. Good stuff, Tim. Uh, good calling today. Thanks, Simon. Tim Edwards there in the Murray Bridge Jockey Challenge. Bar and Forster is $2.10. Uh, Jake Tayroke at $6. Any other jockey, $7. And Kayla Crowther is on that next line there at uh, eight. Right. 18 minutes past 12. We've also got country racing New South Wales uh, from Gilgandra, which is on today. And our caller is Cole Hodges. And Cole joins me now for best bets on the uh, on the line. Cole, good afternoon. Yeah, good day, Simon. Looks like a pretty interesting meeting here today. Um, and my best two, I'll go race five. Number nine, Miss 22. The recent form has basically been its non-tab meeting. She's on the dirt track as a Quinda where she bolted in over 1,700 metres. Uh, then she ran fourth at Coonda Barabin. Last day was a non-tab at Parks last Saturday. Uh, she beat Golden Eclipse. It was quite a handy galloper. Got back in the field and ran home well. She's drawn two from the outside here, but um, she does get back. And young Jake Barrett, he takes the claim. And I think she's a real improver, this one, Miss 22. We'll go race six, number five, Foreign Brother. Outstanding field here for the Collai Cup, and uh, there's many, many chances, but Foreign Brother will jump from barrier one. Form is terrific. It won, it ran, it won a heat of the uh, country classic over at Dubbo when it beat Dubai Centre, and Dubai Centre has now won four in a row, including the Narromine Cup at Carrot last week. Um, and since then, um, Foreign Brother ran third in the final at Dubbo and then it, uh, won a couple at Tamworth. Uh, Matthew Palmer's the usual rider. He knows his horse well. And out of barrier one, I think it could lead all the way here. So we'll make my best two today. Race five, number nine, Miss 22. And race six, number five, Foreign Brother. Thanks, Simon. Today's racing brought to you by the Kosciuszko. Tickets now available in venue or on the Tab app. T's and C's at website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1800 858 858. Who said winter means slowing down? Race away those winter blues at San Domenico Stakes Day with thrilling racing, a vibrant lawn party and award-winning hospitality. San Domenico Stakes Day this Saturday at Rose Hill Gardens. Book now at theracers.com.au. Group 1 Racing is back this Saturday. And for all races at Randwick, Mooney Valley and Doombin, place a tote win bet in venue or on course with the Tab app. And if your horse runs second, third or even fourth, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on all races at three big tracks this Saturday, but only at your local Tab. Download the app today. Excludes WA residents. First online tote win bet only. Placed in Tab venues. T's and C's at website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help. one 800 858 858 
Introducing Australia's Most Wanted. Unanimously judged as Cars of the Year. The fully electric Kia EV6. Winner of Wheels Car of the Year. And the Kia Sportage. Drives Car of the Year. To pick your side in this sibling rivalry, visit kia.com.au. Kia. Movement that inspires. New to Dali in 2022. It's a two-length lead for Palace Pier. Races towards the line and Palace Pier is the winner of the Queen Anne. He recorded nine number ones. Five at Group 1 level. But Palace Pier looks too strong. Palace Pier, he's all class. This champion, Moiler. Introducing Palace Pier. Kingman's greatest hit, standing at Dali. The Arada, winner of the Group 1 All Age Stakes. Arada and Nick in front, holding Osborne, and Arada takes out the All Age. He was outside of the top five only twice in his 26 career starts, winning over $5.8 million in prize money. His first foals are exceptional. Now standing at Aquas Queensland for 44000 including GST. For more information on Pierrata, contact JD, PK or Penny from the Aquas sales team or visit aquasfarm.com. Group 1 Racing is back this Saturday. And for all races at Randwick, Mooney Valley and Doombin, place a tote win bet in venue or on course with the Tab app. And if your horse runs second, third or even fourth, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on all races at three big tracks this Saturday, but only at your local Tab. Download the app today. Excludes WA residents. First online tote win bet only. Placed in Tab venues. T's and C's at website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1800 858 858. Today's racing brought to you by the Kosciuszko. Tickets now available in venue or on the Tab app. T's and C's at website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1800 858 858. So Newcastle is up next. Uh, race number one uh, from Newcastle. Track ratings are soft five. And in the first, uh, Galifianakis is at $2.80. Pavitra's at three seventy, And Parsonage Lane is $6.50. And the first at the Gold Coast, it's due in six minutes. The first at Murray Bridge is due in eight. Um, they're on a soft five there. But, uh, but Newcastle at the start, off to fill in just a moment. If you've been in a car accident and it's not your fault, you've got rights. I didn't know that. Yes, you have a legal right to a car similar to the one you were driving. Just call Right to Drive right where you are. They'll arrange an accident loan car to be delivered to your door. It'll keep you on the road until your car's ready to be picked up from the repairers. And it's at no cost to you. I didn't know that either. So if you've had an accident with another car that's not your fault, remember righttodrive.com.au. Conditions apply. Toads through Doom and too cool and ready was 470, 270. Fire the missionary 510. Eight third seven Celionida, six four Western Halo. Cornella was $32, exacto 78, the trifecta 494, first four 2,587, the double $42 with weight to come. Coming up now at Newcastle, here is Phil Roberts. And uh, 1,860 metres is the distance of race one with the rail out three metres the entire... And they're loading away nicely. Gamesmanship has gone in. West Elk has gone up. Here's Parsonage Lane going in. Pavitra has loaded away. 
Welcome in everyone to Newcastle this afternoon where we've got a, a beautiful winter's day, a little bit of a breeze about but uh, hardly a cloud in the sky and uh, a soft five after a couple of nice drying days here in Newcastle and uh, as I said the rail out three metres the entire $2.60 Galifianakis will jump our favourite in the first event. Our speedy song coming up, Galifianakis has gone in as has Parsonage Lane. So just a couple left to load for the first event here at Newcastle today. Eight events on the card. So 260 Galifianakis, 390 for number nine, Pavitra. Now your top two in betting for this first event. And it looks like Yamba's star, the last one to come up. Yamba's star goes in. Red lights turned on. First from Newcastle, ready to go. Away. And Galifianakis, the favourite, last early. Uh, didn't begin all that well. Yamba's star now drops out behind it. And Pavitra's the first one to begin. Parsonage Lane works into second. Speedy Song pressing forward out wider. Then uh, further back was West Elk along the inside. Gamesmanship in the centre of that pack. Galifianakis not wanting to settle. Reefing its head about there. Uh, Yamba's star goes up on its inside. And Welcome Milady is now eased back to the tail. Into the back straight they run. Heading towards the 1400. On top is Pavitra. It's a neat length on Parsonage Lane. Speedy Song out three wide in third and then uh, West Elk followed a half length away to gamesmanship on its outside. Further back was Yamba's star from Galifianakis. Looks to have settled a little bit better now and three lengths away. Welcome Milady is back at the rear. They've got 1,100 metres left to go. They're in the back straight and Speedy Song worked up on the outside of Pavitra. Pavitra holds the inside and led by a neck now of a Speedy Song. A length and a half past Nidge Lane on the outside of West Elk and then a length and a half back to gamesmanship on the outside of Yamba's star a length Galifianakis and Welcome Milady tacking on back at the tail. They leave the back straight. Under 800 metres left to go now and Pavitra has had a comfortable run in the lead. It's three quarters in front of Speedy Song. Pastage Lane now works up three deep. They were followed by West Elk and Gamesmanship. Further back Galifianakis looking to get to the outside from Yamba's star and a couple away now. Welcome my lady. Pavitra leads up to the home bend. They've got 450 left to travel and Pavitra still under a nice hold. Got away, led by a length and a half over Speedy Song. Galifianakis now working down the outside with Parsonage Lane and Gamesmanship trying to thread through the centre. Pavitra leads, heading towards the 200. It's three lengths in front of Speedy Song. A length Galifianakis. The others are all battling behind that, uh, this uh, leading pack, but it is Pavitra coming away and Pavitra all the way. Pavitra far too good for Speedy Song, Galifianakis, and then West Elk, Parsonage Lane, Gamesmanship, Welcome My Lady and Yamba's Star. Nice win to Pavitra. Lovely ride in front. Keegan Latham stacked them up and then sprinted off the home bend and has been far too good. Keegan Latham riding for Richard. So Pavitra are returning 371.63, Speedy Song 290, one uh, at $1.04. At the start at the Gold Coast, there is 60 seconds to bet. Missing your daily dive into the sporting smorgasbord? The BSB is back Monday with the latest local and international sport and racing, plus your calls and texts. The Big Sports Breakfast, Monday morning from 5 Sky Sports Radio. Group One Racing is back this Saturday. And for all racing.
races at Randwick, Mooney Valley and Doombin. Place a tote win bet in venue or on course with the Tab app. And if your horse runs second, third or even fourth, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on all races at three big tracks this Saturday, but only at your local Tab. Download the app today. Excludes WA residents. First online tote win bet only. Placed in Tab venues. T's and C's at website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. Terry Spargo now for race one at the Gold Coast. Four of the five coming from wins at the most recent start. And a good afternoon to Andrew Martin as Sky joins us. Aquas Park, first of eight. Good four. Beautiful day. Spring is nigh. Starter goes up. Red lights on. The gates are open, they're away, and they jumped in a good line. Still ready, the first to break it, but no retreat has the inside. And will keep still ready deep. Black Tahitian third, Russian Queen fourth, and Foggy Jew is a length and a half away, dropping out to the rear, and appears to want to over-race in the early part as no retreat led past the half-mile marker. By three-quarters of a length to still ready with Black Tahitian a length away and third wide and also looking to over-race. Russian Queen is on the rail and Foggy Jew goes between that pair at the tail of the five as no retreat continues to lead with 400 metres left to 